Today's March 23rd, Tuesday. March Madness is underway, and that means there's tons of basketball players trying to put their balls in a big open hoop, or as Kim Kardashian calls it, a Tuesday. This week on Top 5 for Fighting. We're going to talk about it this week on Top 5 for Fighting. Dozens and dozens of years, decades of years. Decades of years. That's... First of all, first of all, give spoilers. Okay, we are, oh, we yeah, are yeah. going to talk about spoilers that here. That would have been a huge dick it, move. Get the Charmin. Greg's going <laughs> to shit on something. <laughs> Tell so you what's is. going on. There's a bunch of monkeys looking like they're fucking a coconut. Literally anything in the goddamn fridge. Two hours later, you've got a Haitian mudslide going on, and then it's just, you're like, why did I do this? I, He's I got really, that look on his face. Really like he's getting ready to punch a this, baby. Yeah, this this movie was a bag of dicks for me. He used to run through the house, <laughs> just hauling ass, but underwear, hauling naked ass too. In his underwear, hauling ass. I'ma have me some fun. <laughs> I'ma have me some fun. <laughs> I didn't even know she was relevant anymore. I I don't even want to make fun of her anymore because it's it's always gonna be, it's always an easy go it's it an is. easy go to it is especially now that her and Kanye are together I mean there's oh, gotta be lots of guys out there business got a guy right got a fucking sign out there twenty four seven dude the entire NBA was probably texting her that day oh. hey girl what up Saudi what up <laughs> I'm on IR you want to come over <laughs> yeah, right come over so I can hit that bubble. All right. Well, um, it's another week. Uh, we are again. We're doing the Zoom thing because Marketing Angel still struggling with the Corona. Uh, still negative. How's she feeling? Um, still feeling good. Feeling all right. She was good yesterday. Uh, kind of today was a little bit stressful. She tried to go back to work because she works from home, and there was a lot of stress going on. I could see she was, you know, tired and whatnot. So right. I, 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 it's nowhere near as bad as it could be which is amazing. Otherwise, you wouldn't see me here. She's Bad flu is what she's had. Bad flu, headaches, congestion. Oof. But uh, I think she's doing okay. So we've managed to... I opened up the COVID wing. Thank God. Nice. Thanks to Bruce Wayne. I was able to open up the COVID wing in time. Thanks, Thanks to Bruce Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> I'm socially distanced. She has her bathroom. I have mine. I have my bedroom. She has hers. Um, so I'm hopefully I have not gotten it. I've had... Really, really stupid, mild symptoms, but I've still right. negative. So uh, we'll see how it goes. I'm out of work for this week, but I'll go back. Can't next get week. me. Yeah. Well, you're lucky because I, I hey, knock on wood. I I know I consider myself lucky. Cheers to you. But at the same time, it's like hey, you can't get me. I'll tell you what. Like I said today. Um, I know that we went through the lockdown and everything where we had the three months off, but I was able to do stuff and everything. And now I'm like nervous to go outside. I lived on the edge, went to the grocery store today. That was a trip. I mean, pretty, pretty ballsy. Very, very ballsy. We've, like we've all been ballsy. We've been between all, we've been around people that have been in contact with it. I'm terrible about wearing a mask. I hate it. I just think it's more theater than it is anything. Um, haven't gotten it. I mean, I work with a guy that was in the hospital, intensive care. Work with him side by side. Nothing. Yeah, this thing's nuts because I was just talking to my dad last night. He had a friend of his uh, that kind of felt bad for three or four days, got the COVID, nine days later, dead. Gone. Yeah, just that's fucked up. Like that. 
And then yeah. yet you talk to people like uh, several people who've had it. They had a migraine. I talked to one guy who had 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 it. He had a migraine for three days. I mean, now yeah, that's granted. Migraines suck ass. I've never had one. I wouldn't right. want one for three days, but you know, migraine for three days or dead. I think I'll take the migraine. Yeah. It's so goofy how it affects people. But Amy gets them every now and then, but yeah, I've Susan I've never had headache problems or anything like that. So I mean, like I said, health wise, <laughs> I consider myself extremely lucky. So Me too. I just uh I just don't I just don't worry about it. My mother in law no, had mentioned if she wonders she wonders if it's because uh, I'm out in it and you're out in it. You know, it seems like it doesn't seem to get us, but who the fuck knows? It's, knows? uh, I mean, I'm clearly, I'm no scientist, but Good. Th- there is something to the fact that it's, it's almost like a running joke that we grew up outside. We grew up drinking from the water hose, playing in the fucking mud in the, I mean, oh. Look, look how things have changed over the past 20 years. Now people are fucking addicted to hand sanitizer and clean and wash. Got got to wash. Got to hand sanitize. Like everything. I got in trouble one time because I went swimming in a retention pond and lost my tennis shoe. <laughs> I mean, that, that shit was normal. Like, it was. Blo- muddy it was. ditches. I can't tell you in college. Oh. In, in college in our dorm, anytime it rained, that means the volleyball pits were muddy and that means that the little drainage ditches were filled with water that's a slip and slide are you kidding me rain bush light mud in college that's a party well it's instant good to, party it's good to know that you brought out the heavy stuff for that I mean, hey in college that is the heavy stuff that's, that's true it's top it's top shelf man susan's told me several <laughs> times keystone light or uh rolling oh, rock stone Really, rolling rock light was a big one for her too. Yeah, bush light was our go-to because bush light and cases of forties, which came in a box of eight. It, came, it would come in like in a, in a you know decent 40s. sized box. I don't think I've ever was, seen that. It, not twenty-four. A, a case was just eight of them. Yeah, a forties. Holy so, fuck! Yeah, slow. Hold your expectations because we're talking Big Bear, Mickey's. OE, still, I mean, still a Magnum, year. Magnum, did the job, hey, though, didn't it? If it's ice cold after the first one, the rest of them go down like water. So it was no big deal. But fucking a, fucking a. Back to my point, though, if you look at the difference between us as kids and kids these days, and how germaphobic the entire world seems like it's become. I'm just saying there's something to it because your immune system has to develop immunity somehow. And that's how, what, by being exposed to stuff. Well, we used to, we used to go out and do stuff too. And uh, I mean, I don't, I'm not trying to throw like an, an indictment on today's Throw it. Throw Throw it. it. Throw that motherfucker. I mean, I didn't, uh, we had video games as a kid, but my preference was always as a kid. The first, the first thing I wanted to do is I wanted to go outside and play. I mean, you can oh, ask we, you can ask absolutely. my boy James Thompson. We wanted to kick field goals over the power wires, or we wanted to play hide and seek, or jump bikes, or uh, any Home of that. run derbies with tennis balls and wiffle yeah, bats. Any of that stuff. Now, did yep. we want to play video games? Sure, but we played video games we and we were by ourselves because you could only play them by yourself because they were one player back then. You it was I mean? more of a. Uh, it was more oh, of so a, not for us. It was on. It was when it rained. 
we would have um, we would play the original baseball game on the original Nintendo, and we would play tournaments. Okay, it's the old like you had three outfielders, and it was it was very. I mean, it was original Nintendo. Yeah, we wanted was, we wanted to play volleyball or football or or, or baseball or ride mm-hmm. bikes or you know and and I get it. It's not what kids want to do today because nobody wants to run around and get sweaty because you can you know apparently be a you know sniper but i it just i think yeah. there's a, i think there's a lot to do with with the herd mentality i i'm not saying that it's the reason i'm not saying that it's like a a proven scientific fact i think that if you're around right. a lot of other people a lot i just i i'll say this there's something to it uh, yeah of course there has I, to be I, yeah i'm i'm not going to say that that doesn't have any kind of influence over it but i'm i'm sure that there's a, a smidge but we were my shirt. I'm trying to show my shirt here a little bit. I got that. You want to hurry? No, I'm not. I got that from my brother for Christmas. I haven't worn it yet on the show. So nice. Yeah. What kind of shampoo you're rocking, Pert? I was just, I was just wondering. I was just wondering. <laughs> Suave, but yeah, Pert would be better. May you rest um, in peace, be, sir. Be, be a little more fitting that's fair enough. um so how about this ncaa tournament so far why did they play games on friday saturday sunday monday because the bulk of the games being over the weekend what do you think people were doing ratings baby ratings yeah but they never play watching all those games but they played huh? games yesterday normally the first day is thursday and they went into thursday friday saturday sunday they went friday yep. saturday sunday monday because you have to remember the play-in games screwed that whole schedule up. But they've always done the play-in games before on Tuesday night and Tuesdays. I think Tuesdays. Well, you got to remember prior to this year they didn't have to they, they didn't have to worry well people were out doing stuff. This year everyone's still stuck at home, most of us. Not us here in Florida, but I I think that has a lot to do with it and now TV they're fighting for ratings as much as they can. So I, I think that has had a lot to do with it. All right. I, yeah, I mean, it makes I sense. I it up. Um, I'm going to tell you what. I'm a little disappointed that I haven't. Uh, I uh, It's well documented that we're not basketball guys. Well, well documented. Uh, I will I will acknowledge that I can watch some college basketball. I enjoy college basketball. Oh, bas- this I enjoy time of year? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, we've said before, as much as we love the NFL, that we prefer college better because of the heart and the passion. I still agree right. with that, and that's the reason that I enjoy college basketball. I'm very mad at myself that I have not watched more than two hours of the tournament this year because, holy shit, I've followed it. First of all, Oral Roberts. Hold on. The Oral Roberts University. God yeah. bless you for taking out Ohio State. It's a uh, and then thumping. It's a, dental, it's a dental school. Yep, and then thumping Florida. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, it looks like the um, the Ohio State bit off more they could chew. Yeah, well fair done. enough. Fair enough. Well done. There are more upsets in the first the first round, the first weekend of the Crazy. tournament this year than ever. Crazy, and, uh, crazy amount of upsets. Dude, it's uh, nuts. With USC took out Kansas last night with top let's say the top four seeds um yeah. except for one number one seed that's still 
kicking ass. Yeah. All the way to the Sweet 16. Michigan's still there. Um, it's crazy. It, it just the amount of upsets have been, I think, more than usual this year. Um, I mean, shit, I had West Virginia in my bracket. I mean, I thought for sure that the way they'd play, because I do – the conference tournaments to me are super entertaining as well. So they're, they're I, I will almost watch as the good as the tournament. tournaments that they, they can be, especially with the big 10. I mean, the big 10 had some powerhouses obviously for basketball this year um, until the actual tournament started, but yeah. it's just, it's not normal that this many upsets. I don't feel like it is that normal. It's not, um, but it's, it, it's been entertaining. I mean, it's crazy. Well, 99% of the time when a 15 wins, the first round, it does not win the second round. Um, yeah. That's mind-numbing that they took out right. Ohio State and Florida. Um, we but talk, awesome. I mean, yeah. just awesome. Well, that's, I mean, Cinderella story, here at the tournament. hundred percent. That's what it's, the, that's, um, that to me is what makes the tournament so great. Will Oral Roberts win the national championship? No. No. But to watch them take out a number two and a number seven, that's pretty fucking badass, man. Could they make the final four? Sure. Because if, if with those top seeds getting knocked out so early, that path becomes a little bit easier if you can get hot like Loyola like Loyola did. I'm not sure who um, they I'm not sure who they play. Let me um let, it's, me, uh, let me check. It, that's what makes this tournament so good. Because when crazy things like this happen, that's when you get teams making the finals or the, I should say the final four that much more intriguing because they're teams that you didn't expect to get there. Yeah. Oral Roberts plays Arkansas on Saturday, the 27th. Nice. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. This is where the games really start to pick up. And uh, I'd say the spotlight shines on these games a little more than normal with the earlier ones. Cause now it's like, Oh shit, is this team for real? Like, can they really, pull this off and fair some do and it's that's why this tournament is so much fun but yet the football playoffs still have the same four teams every year so you know whatever they they deserve to be there mike i'm just saying but you're only four give me eight give me eight there was a uh hold on i'm gonna gonna read it to you because i this tweet i thought was so good i screenshotted it because i was it made me so happy um, okay, Oral Roberts, Loyola Chicago, Abilene Christian, Ohio University, and North Texas. Meanwhile, college football has a four-team playoff with the same four teams every year. Sigh. Amen. Fair enough. You know, that year that Boise beat o- Oklahoma and then uh, whatever bowl that was on the Statue of Liberty play? Fiesta. Team got hot. Team knocked off a, a top team. Like, that's the kind of stuff that should be involved in a playoff to quote, as well as a big bowl game. To quote who I might think might be the greatest, even though he wasn't a play-by-play guy, sportscaster in the history of the NFL, that's why they play the games. Put him on the field. Love me if some they, Chris if, Berman. If UCF gets blown out by 40 from Alabama, 50 from Alabama, guess what? So great. But guess what? They deserve the shot to try, right? I absolutely, no. absolutely. And it's how the NCAA cannot wrap their head around this and figure this shit out. I don't understand it. It's almost like giving the first pick in the uh, hockey draft to the team mm. that was in the playoffs. 
Oh, you had to go there, didn't you? Well, you sent it today, there, bro. I mean, you sent it today. <laughs> I don't. How can people I, in such high positions be so fucking stupid? That's what I want to know. Well, it's an easy solution. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. How tell are the me. people in Congress and the in in the Senate oh, so incapable? <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. Because of the money, it's the money. And I hate yeah. to say it. You know, listen. I don't ever want to take anything away from uh, anything away from what uh, Dabo Swinney has done at Clemson. I don't want to take anything away right. from what Nick Saban has done at Alabama. When you build a sure. juggernaut like that, you you know what I mean. It's mm-hmm. we we can we can go back to the '40s and the '50s and the '60s, and we can look at those Notre Dame teams <laughs> and Michigan teams and all those powerhouses that won year after year after year. Mm-hmm. But that was a different time. That was not about right. putting games on the TV and letting people see who's the best. It wasn't about having the ability to uh, coincide a tournament that allowed the eight best teams to play. Right. If Alabama can win the SEC every year, then good on them. Good on them. That's yep. why we have the conferences. Same thing with uh, sure. with a same thing with Clemson. Same thing with I don't know Ohio State. I, I hate to say it, but same thing with Ohio State. Yep. But sure. you know what? Just because somebody says I think they're the best, fuck you. Because yeah. guess guess who thought they were the best in 1941? Oh, that's right, Germany. Eat it, Hitler. You Ooh, lost. Good call. Right? Good call. Guess good who call. thought they were the best in 1914? Suck it. We we still won. So yep. I think we've said it a thousand times. We we get tired of seeing the same teams, and I know that those teams. 99% of the time have earned that right to be in that four, but give us the eight. You keep telling us that the, that the, that the non-power five can't compete, but yet almost every time we see one of those teams play a power five, it's a good fucking ball game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and if, you don't, if you don't get in those four and you end up winning, you get to declare yourself national champion anyway, so what does it matter? Makes sense. I mean, why not? <laughs> if, if they're not... If, if, if they're not going to let them do it, I mean, you know, we, we joke about it all the time because, I mean, it was pretty dumb, but good for them for doing it. I mean, it, it's prove them wrong. Let, yeah. let them play. Yeah, Put show, them on the field. Prove me wrong, losers. Prove me wrong, losers. <laughs> um, it's uh, But to, to your point, you know, the NCAA old white guys, because that's really what they are. Of course um, they are. Th- their motivation is to do everything they do is what? It's money. Okay. That's all they care about is money. Here's the thing. You expand the NCAA football playoffs, you get more rounds. What are you going to make more of? They're going to make lots more of money. Fucking, lots gonna, of money. They're going to make more money. Lots of big money. You're going to have more stadiums. You're going to have more big bowl games. You're going to have more TV exposure. Everyone's going to want to watch these games. More fans are going to travel to these games. Let For, for example, let's just say um, – uh, just uh, let's use Boise State for for an example that that Oklahoma year. So let's say Boise State a couple of times plays, actually. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, so let's say you take someone like Boise State and they make a bowl game. Not well. Just use Oklahoma for example, but they're playing in let's say uh, the Tax Slayer Captain Kangaroo Tax Slayer dot com bowl. Okay, Captain Kangaroo. Now, I love that motherfucker, man. Right, ping pong balls. Um. <laughs> Now, as on the other side, let's say they're playing someone like Miami in the first round of the NCAA playoffs. 
Do you think the Boise fans are more likely to travel to watch that game than to go watch them play someone else in just a, a, a blah November 30th bowl? Oh, of course they are. December 30th bowl? That's my point. You get more of these rounds, more of these big playoff games, you're going to draw more fans. are going to shit, I got to see that. I want to travel to that. I've traveled to a Rose Bowl before because I wanted to see the Rose Bowl with well, Michigan in it. Legitimately, um, legitimately, what you have is you have two rounds anyway that the teams are going to play. So let's let's which take. Is you got to win two games to win a national championship. Let's take That's Al- so stupid. Let's take Alabama because they've been there so many times in the last few years. They have to go to Atlanta, where they win the right. SEC championship game. Fair, because in my opinion, if you can't win your conference, you're not allowed to be national championship. National champions, but it's, whatever. It's very hard to argue that reason. So you got to go to Atlanta. Then you got to play in the first round of the playoffs, which is, I mean, it's been in uh, Atlanta. It's been in uh, Miami, uh, the Cotton Bowl, the Rose Bowl, the Orange Bowl. There's another one. You were in Tampa the before, Sugar, I think. The Sugar Bowl. The National Championship game was in Tampa. There's no, right. there's no normal bowl game that happens in Tampa. I don't think the Outback can handle oh, that. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, the outback. No, the outback is a it's it's, it's, a, a, it's a three versus three or two versus two. So you've still got New Year's Day bowl, but I, I I get what you're saying. Yeah, you've got you've got that round. So why can't you have that third week? We we watch the first three weeks, yeah, the first four weeks of the college season is Michigan versus Little Nobody. Flower U. Uh, uh, Alabama versus Jerry Lewis School for the Blind. Um, Let's knock out one of those weeks. I understand that that helps those teams out. I totally get it. I totally get why, you know, uh, Oral Roberts, they don't even have a football team. I got to think. Jacksonville State would play Florida State. I get it for the money. You you go out, you show up, you get your ass beat, you get a check for $1.2 million. If I had to show up somewhere tomorrow and get an ass beaten and receive a check for $1.2 million, fucking all in i'm all in yeah it's just but but with the with the money and the and the thing that the 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 potential that they have there i don't understand why they fight and are against the ability to show that we can do what all and i don't just mean most i mean all of the other college sports do baseball football fucking lacrosse soccer volleyball swimming track it doesn't matter men's or women's give us what we want yeah don't tell me it's because oh they're not capable of being that and doing that as athletes because of their their scholarships and their, their academics man fuck you i've heard these guys in the nfl talk they ain't they don't give a fuck about their academics Trent no. Richardson, hello. Yeah, you mean um, I want to play school? I got me, uh, <laughs> I got me like forty-five kids, and um, how did how did I be pump gas? Fuck off. It's uh, yeah, Card- Cardale Jones from. Oh, we ain't here to be going to no school. Oh, we ain't here to Lord. play school. Classic. Yeah. Classic quote. Uh, to me, Classic that's quote from a guy me, that didn't even make it oh, in the league for sure. That's the greatest thing to me about the NCAA March Madness tournament is you get to watch these teams that no I mean at the beginning of the year would you have said Oral Roberts University oh excuse me the Oral Roberts University don't forget the that's, the can't forget that shit would have been in the top 32 teams nope excuse me never top 16 teams not once you mean the you mean the sweet 16 sweet 16 so eh, we're just a 
bunch of white curmudgeons. You know what we should you should we should do? Let's tweet Joe. Let's tweet tweet Sleepy Joe and see if he can fix it for us. <laughs> dude, dude, dude can't fix a flat much more, <gasps> much less something that big. Yeah, I said it. It's 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 true. Or climb um, stairs. But it's to sum it up, the NCAA tournament is fantastic. And I think that they're completely missing the boat on the chance to expand that a little bit more in the football playoffs. Can you have 64? No. No, but you don't need Divis- 64. Division two has freaking what, 18? Like 18 to, to 24. They, they have a big bracket, and they do it every single year. Division three, they do it every single year. High school football, they do it every single year. I would like to but know. For some reason, we just can't have, we just can't figure it out at the top level of college football, and it's mind-numbingly stupid to me. I'm going to double check, but I think uh, uh, Division two, three, four, five. I think they start out with a 16-team bracket. I think, which it's means pretty, it's pretty sizable for football. Yeah, yes. which means that you play four games. Mm-hmm. So if they can play four games and they are players at a lower because well you know division 1 that's where all the star athletes go. So let's take let's take 100% of an athlete. Let's 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 start with 100%. Um you know what? Just because let's call 100% Tom Brady. That's 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 the athlete. 100% is Tom Brady. Um I'm going to look it up while you're talking. You know, Peyton Manning whatever. So these guys can play this many amount of games a year, but the Division Two and the Division Three, they're only like fifty percent of those athletes. That's why they can't make it in Division One. So we got to have them play less games. So they're only going to play a ten-game season. But oh, wait, if they've got to play, oh. go ahead. Twenty-eight, te- 28 teams play in the Division Two football playoffs. Twenty-eight teams. That's five 28. games. Twenty-eight. That's five 20, games. Twenty-eight. That's five games. One step down from division one they're playing 28 games so those guys who are not 100 percent of the athletes that we want to see play in the rose bowl or the cotton bowl and going to class on top of that yeah we drop down and these guys are able to play five more games a year to win a national championship i will step that back and say four because i'm betting that there's number one seeds that get a bye week i believe there is okay so four games and 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 Alabama can't do it. Michigan can't do it. Florida State can't do it. I'm not going to play favorites here. They can all do it because all of those sons of bitches that are on those teams, and I say that in the most loving way that I can, they are not at Michigan and Florida State and Notre Dame and Ohio State for an education. They are there to get to the NFL. That is the farm yeah. system of the NFL. Baseball's different. Basketball's different. There's a lot of those guys that will never, ever see the light of day. But if you if you come out of college or high school and you're 18 years old and um, Jim Harbaugh is knocking on your door, we want you to come play for us when you're 18 years old. You have one goal and one goal only, and that's to go to the NFL. So you're not yep. looking for a career as a data management. You're not looking to be a psychologist. You don't want to know how to be an electrical engineer. You're going to play football. So you can't do what guys that are, as 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 the world is concerned, 100% less than you do four years in a row. I don't buy there it. Are no bu- there are no bye weeks. No bye weeks. Everybody, That's five games. That's five games. Everybody, everybody plays. 
fuck, I got to do some research on that. I did not realize that. Yeah, but it was showing how Val- Valdosta State was the national champ last year in Division Two. I think it was this. I think it was last year's bracket. I can't even hold on. Oh, where'd you go? Phone. Oh, there you go. Oh, whoo! I'm back. I thought you disappeared. This was. Um, did you go down to the concession stand? Is that what you did? Valdosta State. Yeah, I went and got myself a cold one. <laughs> For those of it you not watching was, on YouTube, you're missing it. As always, you should be watching on YouTube. By the way. Um, shit, I can't see what year it is, but Valdosta, this, no, wait, this is well, North, 2018. North Dakota, 2018. North Dakota State has won at what, four out of five or six out of seven? An absurd amount. Yeah. This was the 2018 Division Two championship. I think that whenever you talk about a situation like this, whenever you talk about the NCAA uh, uh, football tournament uh, championship, Whenever you talk about the Congress, whenever you talk about the president, whenever you talk about all this garbage that goes on, it's not about putting the best product out there. It's about whoever is at the top doing what they can do to make the most money for themselves. Right. And that's the only that's the only explanation that you can give me as to how fucked up our country is and how fucked up our national championship is for college football. That's it. Stupidity. It is. I'll, I'll sum it up for you real easy. Easy answer. Too many old people in charge. Uh, you know what we should too do? Many, we should, too many narrow-minded old people. We should overthrow the old white guy with an old white guy. Okay, good. We're good. We got it. We got it. All right. Kick him in the hip. For hip shots. Hip shots. Hip shots. Speaking of which, we'll go Bone ahead and powder stop. everywhere. We'll, we'll go ahead and stop dipping, uh, beating that dead horse. Yeah. Dude, fucking hockey is incredible this year it's incredible i cannot get over how good the matchups are this year Mm -hmm. i know that richard has mentioned multiple times how he doesn't like the setup because of the the air quotes bubble that they have going on with the different divisions and you play a couple guys for a couple days straight but i love it damn i mean i would like it to go back to the normal way but this is really fucking good it's really it good. Will, but knowing that it was going to be the, that way this year and teams are playing each other multiple times, um, I love it because it gives a playoff-type feel. Teams are getting sick of each other. It's getting chippy on the ice. Um, I got to double-check, but I think three of the I top four teams in the NHL are in the Lightning's bracket, the division. Uh, yes. Uh, it's, it's the Lightning um, and Florida and um, – Carolina was up there Carolina. at one point. Yes, Carolina yeah. and Toronto. So Toronto's the um, fourth, which we can just go ahead and throw them out because they're from fucking Canada anyway. But still, and in the span of, and in the span of four days, Detroit beat both those teams, which that was the highlight of my year. Yeah, they so, did. But I love the setup because it gives a rivalry feel. Because when Detroit has to go play Chicago for two games, and then they play someone else, then Chicago goes to Detroit for two games. It 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 just feels like. It has a playoff feel to it, and I love it. Will I be happy to see it go back to the normal way? Yes, because I miss seeing Detroit play Montreal and Vancouver and you know teams that you know other teams. But it's just it's one year. It is what I miss, it is. I miss the different matchups on a day to day basis. Yeah, I mean, of course, um, but, but we got a hockey season, and that's all that matters. Got a, a heart, dude. The playoffs, whew, coming out mm-hmm. of that, and I don't even know the division names. Those four teams that are coming out of the the bracket that the Lightning are in. That's, that's going to be a, that's going to be fucking that, black and blue be the, beat down. Whew. 
the Stanley Cup champ, I think, will come out of that division without a doubt. I think you could, as today, as of today, I think you could take Tampa, you could take Carolina, Boston, and shit. The way Florida's playing, you could throw Florida in there. Actually, Boston's in a different division. Oh, yeah, I'm just used to them being with them, but Boston's playing. I mean, Boston's tough. Boston's struggling right now. Yeah, they're... um, I mean, they're not I mean, struggling they, like Buffalo, but, you know. <laughs> they were on a tear. Shit, nobody's struggling. Detroit's not struggling like Buffalo. For those of you listening, uh, Mike and Richard and I, of, as you know, we have the, the the text thread that goes back and forth. Richard made something about, uh, he said a comment about having uh, COVID on your team is better than having Taylor Hall, which is basically one of the stars of Buffalo. And Richard, spot on. And what I, happened to that kid is beyond me. I threw out uh, a... Uh, something that I had seen, and I was reading an article where they were given the top 31. They, they were ranking the NHL uh, NHL teams from 1 to 31. And when I got to number 31, it said the Seattle Kraken, and number 32 said the Buffalo Sabres. And I was like, wait a minute, what did, did I miss something? I don't the, even have a team yet. The guy <laughs> said, Buffalo is such a fucking tire fire that I have to rank the Seattle Kraken above the Buffalo Sabres. Here's the best part. The guy making the list, a sports reporter from Buffalo. That's just bitterness I right think, there. I think, Mike's answer, I think Mike's answer was, oof. <laughs> it was a heartfelt oof. Oh, my God. That is rough. But, I, I hey, thought they were going to be good. I really did. Buffalo's like the Dallas Cowboys. They're supposed to be good every year. And then every year they oh. just fall apart. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, my that, number my normal. number one pick, my number one pick in our hockey league draft, well, he's done for the season, Jack Eichel. Really? Yeah, he was number one. Crazy. Yeah. But, oh, Wait. well, what do you do? Yeah, not much. Hockey's going to be, it's going to be a great playoff. It's going to be a great playoff. Sweet. Um, yeah, I mean, that's all I got. Take a break. If you would like to. My daughter's AirPods are dying, so I got to plug them in to charge them. All right. Let's go five or ten minutes. They won't know it. Yeah. They'll, they'll be like yeah, 13. They, they, they won't know. Later. But yeah, we'll be right back. All right. We're back. Yep. That was a great break. Oh, it's fantastic. Refreshing. Cheers, buddy. Clinks. Clink on the camera. There you go. Fucking A. <laughs> Eat me, COVID. You can't beat me. Eat a dick, COVID. No chance. Of? COVID. Oh. Well. None. Be careful. Just, I get, I get, I get it, hey. but be careful. It's been a year. I'm not going to change it. Fuck it. <laughs> I am what I am, olive oil. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. All right. You want to do, um, why don't we just roll right into your big sack? What do you say? Because I, yeah, the, the I know that the last item could cause some discussion. We have to get a theme song for that. All right. Um, all right. So the first thing we already talked about it this week. Talked about it today a little bit, and I this just came out this week, and I knew it was going to be a last-minute decision. I didn't think it was going to be this far out of a last-minute decision, but Black Widow was moved to July 9th. 
in both theaters and Disney Plus, but you'll have to pay 30 bucks to watch it on Disney Plus, which I think we both agree we're not going to do. No, I'm going to go see it at the theater. I'm I not going to pay, pay. I'm not going to pay thirty dollars to rent anything. I don't give a fuck who you are. If you, now, if I pay thirty dollars and you give me that shit digitally, I'll think about it. Maybe I'll think about it. Yes, exactly. But I'd rather pay ten bucks and go watch it in Dolby. Fuck that, yeah, man. Um, to pay for a movie on a service that you're already paying for makes no sense. I think that's absolute horseshit. Um, I do. HBO Max. I will. I will acknowledge that I, I. Okay, we we had the discussion between this today, you and me and Richard, and you were like, "This is stupid," and I get it, and that's probably more frustration on your part than it's, it is, of course. You're hundred percent, hundred percent right. And the they, reason for it, real quick, is because this movie has been done in the can, ready to press play for a year. Yes, I, I sitting agree. on a shelf. Agree. The problem is, is that they haven't had anywhere to show it except other than online. So we, again, we in Florida are super lucky. We have been open the entire time. We were shut down. We were, excuse me, we were slow, air quotes, for three months. But we've Which been Which we do lose sight of. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, we, I think we take it for granted. We, Of course we do. Uh, like I said to you, Los Angeles just opened up their theaters this week, this last week. So they're trying to get back to normal where we have been pumping. You know, Texas has been rolling. Um, oh, Texas is more than rolling. Yeah, Texas is at the top of the mountain right now. Fucking A. Uh, if they hadn't had uh, those frost storms, they'd be kicking that ass. Uh, hey, I, listen, Texas I, is going to do Texas things. Yeah, exactly. I want to see these movies, but we also have to acknowledge that if they release this movie and they don't make a lot of money, then the next movie suffers and down the line. They've got they have to make their money to to keep continuing to make these movies. I want right. it. I want it now. I wanted it five months ago. Right. In light of things, we gotta we gotta be the adults and say, okay, you're gonna give it to me July 9th. I'll take it July 9th. Don't my problem with it is this right here. Disney mm-hmm. Plus, I got to pay you what I pay you a bundle each month, and then I got to pay $29.99? No. Give me a $9 rental option. Give me a, 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 a hey, $19.99, and I own that bitch digitally on Vudu for the rest of my life? I'll take it. But I that's, give you. You're, that's easier to take. Yeah, I'll give you a subscription, but if you want to watch it, you got to pay $29.99? No, I'm good. You and I and Richard will end up with our tickets on Saturday morning to go see this, just like we are with Kong Godzilla. I'm yep. not paying $30 to Disney to watch a movie. They're out of their fucking mind. They're out of their mind. And here's the best part about that. You don't even get that for 30 days. It's 24 hours, and then it's gone. Yep. I rented a couple of movies the last couple of weeks. We're going to get to that on uh, a one on Prime and one on Vudu this past week. I'll pay three ninety nine to rent a movie. I'll pay it oh. all day long. I'm not we paying more than that to go. We paid more than that at Blockbuster, if I remember right. It was Fuck what yeah. five bucks. It was four ninety nine, and you get the extra movie for a dollar. So, so six two movies for six bucks. I'm, I'm not paying twenty nine ninety nine to rent a movie. I don't care. I don't care what it, it is. It was kind of cheesy that they said, but after that time period, it'll be on there for everyone that. Didn't pay thirty bucks. Well, that's the thing. Uh, uh, listen, the theatrical one, and I get that. I'm not worth a lot of money. I don't make a lot of money. 
Okay. I, I, I'm comfortable, but I'm not rich. If I have to wait 60 days to see a movie to save 30 bucks, I'm going to wait 60 days. I've turned into my father. I, or I, I, no, you'll pay 10 and we'll go see it in Dolby the way it's meant to be seen. There it is. But so, there are some movies you haven't had that opportunity. And I know this isn't up your alley. I haven't watched it either, but it was uh, Raya and the Last Dragon. Yeah, it's it's okay. on Disney Plus it's now, on right? Disney. No, it's not. It's available for $29.99. And I, it was the same thing with Mulan. Yeah. Mulan wasn't in theaters, was it? No, I think it was only available on Disney Plus. They released it on Disney Plus. Yeah. Now, three months later, will I go watch Mulan? I'll give it a whirl. I'm not yeah. paying thirty bucks for it. Hey, fuck! It's worth a watch. It's worth a watch, dude. Thirty bucks is two twelve packs of Fat Tire. I mean, goddamn priorities. I, I did not pay thirty bucks to watch it. I don't blame you. I wouldn't have either. Listen, uh, the the Kingdom of the Mouse is a is another entity altogether. I yeah. understand that you do stuff to make money. Uh, you know, I got a weekend planned here in a month where we're going to Epcot with my in laws. And it mm-hmm. was $125 to get in. I understand that. I, that's what it is. But I'm at home. You don't need to right. make you don't need to make $60 off of me. $30. It's just Well, if you think about it cuz it's 30 plus the other 15 for the for the membership or for for the streaming service. So technically you're paying 45. Yeah. Yeah. It's steep. I don't understand. I'm not sure where those guys are coming from. I I guess They've got a lot of losses they have to cover and collect. That I can get. The last year's been tough. That I can get. But, you know, it's almost like um, uh, one of my favorite Pixar movies is A Bug's Life. And they have the thing where the, you know, uh, the big grasshopper, which is Kevin Spacey, is like, you got to bring me more. You got to bring more. There's not any more. Eventually, the stone runs out of blood. Yep. Eventually. So, especially when you got HBO Max over on the other side saying, hey, we're going to give you every theatrical release. We're not going to charge you extra for it. Yeah. That was brilliant comeback on their part. Oh, listen. I said it'll be number two by the end of the year. And I think I better you, be careful. It might be number one. You, I'm going to say it's arguable. It's going to be arguable. like fucking no, 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 neck hold and on. neck. I'm going to say it's arguable that Kong versus Godzilla is a bigger draw than Black Widow. I'm gonna. I can. I can get on board with that. And I argue. Will, I will be hard pressed to tell you for sure that when we see it in the theater on Saturday morning, it will be the first time I've seen it. I'll tell you. I'm looking more forward to that than Black Widow. I, and and I'm a huge, huge Marvel fan. Fuck obviously. Well, Congress is Kong versus Godzilla comes out on the 31st of March on Max, which is a Wednesday. We're going to go and see it on Saturday. There's a real possibility. I've seen it twice by the time we go and see it. <laughs> it's going to be real difficult for me not to push play. Yeah. But I'm going to hold off and I'm going to wait and see it on the big screen. Okay. I just don't get it. I don't I don't understand the 30 buck. I don't understand the $30 price tag. Give me give me uh, you know 12. Give me 9.99. I just it's oh, we can both agree that disney's based on one thing well two things one is entertainment and the other is just flat out greed it is now that's Disney's one of the greediest companies on the planet and i can't i can't say they're bastards for being so because you have to make the money to make the content um 
That shit ain't cheap. You know, I, know. Uh, I, I will tell you this. One of the things that has upset me about Disney the most in the last couple of years is is I'm I'm a big Disney fan. I, I yeah. you can see right here. I got. I think we all are. I got Goofy. You know, right here. Honestly, I think um, everybody. Everybody is loves Disney. Disney. Growing up in Tampa, like I grew up, I got to go to Disney a lot more than most people do in a lifetime. I've mm-hmm. probably been to the, the Magic Kingdom forty or fifty times, which is a lot. Right. I mean, I'm forty nine years old. That's once a year. Um. It's not what it used to be. You show up and it's they used to sell you this dream experience. Would, yeah, it was it was they sell you imagination. Um, I actually worked for a company one time that we were doing some work on the property and one of our machines broke down and we had to fix it and the guy came out and he got upset with us because people were driving by and could see us fixing the machines. And he says, we don't sell vacations here. We sell imagination. We sell fantasy. I'm like, that's great. When I'm walking by Cinderella's Palace and I see fucking Cheetos bags floating in the water, that's not a fantasy. Right. It's almost like the guy at the top has lost touch with the fact that we can sell this movie and... It's almost like a price point, having a price point of something like, that. this is really good, this is really good. We can put it in Walmart, and we can sell 50 million of them at $3.99. Or we can put it at Macy's, and we can sell a million of them at $39.99. Mm-hmm. It's just too much. It's, you know, it's, it's too much. Just, I mean, it's... Hey, I'll uh, take... <clears throat> I'll take that Dolby experience with you and Richard and Nick and whoever else, Aaron, whoever else wants to go yep. at, at, at $14.99 or $11.99, yep. well before I'll sit in my living room and watch it at $30.99. If I could own it, it's a big difference. 100%. Totally agree. So that being said, Shang-Chi was supposed to come out on July 8th. That's, that's now been moved to September. That's the part that makes me sad. <laughs> Yeah, it's I, I was I am really looking forward to this one, mainly because it's new. It's it's something different. It's like when we got Daredevil on Netflix, we got Marvel, but we got something brand new. Yeah. Um, so it gets moved back to September. Uh, it's I here's, mean, it's here's the thing about Shang Chi coming out in September. If we're not back to normal in September, there's a fucking Fuck. problem. It, it's we're, we're done. There's a we're fucking done. problem. Exactly. I think we will be. I think by the time next football season kicks off. You'll see full stadiums. Yep, we should be back to normal. Kamala should be president. Everything should be good. Oh, it'll be paradise. Are you kidding me? This is going to be a fucking utopia. <laughs> the, there'll, there'll be no more stairs. There'll just be escalators everywhere. But but I digress. Um. All right. The next thing I got: Falcon and Winter Soldier. Okay. Watch episode one. I did. And I texted thoughts. you. Um. Oh, that's right. Yep, you did. Okay, there will be no spoilers. No spoilers. It's too soon. Just, oh, just reactions to it, feelings about it. The first ten minutes, I came twice. Damn, uh, that's that's solid. Tell me, tell me that that was not with fucking epic. That whole scene, that first ten minutes with Falcon. Um, the rest of it was exactly what I thought we would get. Uh, there's going to be, uh, what is it? Six episodes, right? There's, Only six there's episodes. There's going to be some buildup. 
and I fifty five minutes each. I'm okay with the buildup. I'm okay with it because the buildup in this was because at the end of the episode, I was like, "Oh my god, how are we going to do this?" Right? Um, this is uh, even though I really liked Wanda WandaVision, This is kind of what I expected Marvel to lead off this fourth phase with because that first ten minutes. I texted you and Richard both. Holy shit! Exclamation point. Yep. So um, I'm interested. I'm in, I'm interested to see what happens. I'm interested to see how this meshes together. Uh, I like the direction. Very well done. Very very well acted. I As loved. I loved the scene with um, him and his sister in the bank trying to get a loan. Yes. It's, it seems stupid, but you're like, this guy's a fucking Avenger. Trying right. to get a bank loan, I'm in. Yeah, and I'm it's, in. Yeah, you're you're right. It's um, I I just that scene was good, but at the same time, it's like, do we have to keep? Do you have to keep pushing this theme? I mean, seriously, like it's 2021. Can can we drop the the white banker that won't give the black guy a loan? No. Theme for 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 God's no. sakes, man! Stop it, Disney. Um, yeah. But I, the, I think it the has theme itself. I did was like, dude, he's a fucking. He just, he's part of the reason that you're even here. Oh yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I, at the same yeah. time, I'm like, I'm just sick of these stereotype themes that they just always find a whittle in. Yeah, there's there's but been but several overall, things. There's been several. Overall, things that the I've episode watched. was great. I, it's, I'll with no spoilers. Obviously, I'll I'll give it an analogy this way. For ten minutes, it was just a heavyweight fight, trading trading blows. Oh, so good, so good. For 30 minutes, it was just two good fighters dancing around in circles, almost like a Mayweather fight. It, no was, Sugar, it was Sugar Ray Leonard and um, um, uh, 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 no, who was the other guy? That, uh, that was Sugar Ray Leonard and... De La Hoya? Something like that, yeah. There was a guy that Sugar Ray fought. I can't remember who it was in the 80s. But I, I, I'm looking for... I think, I think that this has a better payoff... Than one division does. I think I, that, I think there's a bigger scope that we're looking at here. So, I'm I'm yep. good with it. Yeah, I'm tired of I'm tired of the tropes. Uh, air quotes for those but of you the, watching. Um, you can see the air quotes. I, I'm tired of the tropes, but but the last ten minutes set up a dude a legit the good last scene. Bad. The last scene, I was like, oh no, you didn't. And then like shit. Okay, gotta wait till next week. It ended like abruptly, and you're like, damn, it's over already. Yeah. I expected this series to be good start to finish. It looks like it will be. So I, I was. We didn't get I can't to see enough say of Sebastian Stan. I was expecting this one to be good. We didn't get to see enough of Sebastian Stan, but I'm sure that that's going to come. I'm sure that yeah, that's that, going to happen. I like the fact they're dealing with him finally having some downtime, like shit, like all, dealing with all the stuff that he did. Cool story. I'll leave it at that because I don't want to spoil anything. I have a I have a prediction, and I'm going Go. on. I'm going on a limb. At the end of Endgame, uh, Steve Rogers gave uh, the Falcon the so- the shield. Right. I say that by the end of uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, Sebastian Stan carries the shield. Because I don't think they. I how, hope they do, but I don't think they will. How incredible would that be to flip that from a guy that was an assassin for Hydra to be? Give us your money. Happened in the comics. <laughs> yeah, it did. Fuck it. Out out in the comments. 
So I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Um, this was, again, going with the point that you just made, good news. Regal Cinemas is opening back up in April. So, I mean, last we heard, that company was out of business. Yeah. Well. So, I, I mean, uh, I guess it was temporary because they're opening, and good for them. They're opening back up in April. So, that's good. That means they, they survived somehow, but um, well, more you, theaters open. You survive because of the government show. protections that are given to you when you can declare bankruptcy. Declare. And, and that's right. what it's about. I mean, that's what the government should be doing right now. It should be protecting these companies and these businesses of people's jobs that rely on the ability to go out and spend your money. And if the right. government's not doing that, then fuck you. Everyone, you should get out. Yep. So Good. Good so for Regal good Cinemas. News. Yep. So... Another thing that um, completely unrelated to Zack Snyder. Did you see the trailer for Army of the Dead? No. Okay. Put a pin in that one. We'll save that for next week. When we're done, go watch the trailer for Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead, which is coming out on Netflix in a couple months. Is that a I, Bruce Campbell type thing? or? Oh, sir. Is it, is it a sequel? No, no. Brand new. Batista's in it. It's a bank robbery in Las Vegas during the zombie apocalypse. Yes. Yes, I have seen it. Yes, I know what you're talking about. Holy fuck. Give it to me now. All day. All day. Yes. So good. All day. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That comes out in a couple months, which is going to be sweet. But um, obviously, the big news of the week, Snyder Cut came out. I've seen it twice. Dylan watched it. Um he was at the beginning, he was like, didn't, didn't I already see this? Isn't it like, I had to explain to him that, you know, what was going on, but when it was all over, he's like, that was awesome. I'm like, see, I told you so. So yeah, I've seen it twice. You watched it. Um, one of the heart, not harshest, but toughest people also been on DC. Nick watched it. He thoroughly enjoyed it. I saw him this weekend. We talked about it. He was, he, flat out enjoyed it as well i it was to me it seems like all the reactions online are overwhelmingly good job you want to get into it yeah i mean yeah that's why i saved it for last okay the first thing i'll say is i enjoyed it i thought okay. i thought that it was uh, well done um i don't have anything that I would be like, ah, fuck you. Yeah. I will say this. It's very long. Okay. It's four, yep. it's four hours long. Um, yep. I don't mind long movies, but I do feel that if you took all the needless slow motion out, we'd probably be close to three hours. That's, that's in a little bit of exaggeration. It's just Zack Snyder's thing. It is. It is. There are times when you need the slow motion, when you're watching flash run and all that stuff. I get it. it but when we're, when we're panning, Remember 300, a Huh? How many times did you see that in 300? Too much. Seriously? Which was awesome. I loved it. 300 was Absolutely great, but it. but you can't you can go overboard with it. But I I'm yeah. not I'm not going to complain. Um I think my biggest problem, my biggest problem with uh Justice League is that's what we should have been given in a sense from the beginning. I know oh, it's. Not, I think we're all going to agree on I that. I know it's not Zack Snyder's fault, 
And I right. I will get angry if anybody says Josh Whedon is a pile of garbage because Josh Whedon isn't a pile of garbage. He's put a lot of great entertainment out there. This is literally, when I look at what Zack Snyder wanted and what Josh Whedon wanted, that's like Nick Saban's assistant coach trying to coach for him in the national championship game. He doesn't, I'll go one step further. He doesn't know. I would give... 25% blame to Whedon and 75% blame to HBO because, or not HBO, I'm sorry, Warner, Warner Brothers. Brothers. Exactly. Because they're the ones that forced him to make all these changes. And that's really the big one. Um, you know, we've seen several movies. Spider-Man 3 is a perfect example. Sam Raimi is an amazing filmmaker. Amazing filmmaker. Your resume. Yeah. If his boss tells him to zag when he wants to zig, what's he going to do? There's not much he can do about it. Um, there are several things that were in this cut that I really liked. I loved the back. I loved the backstory with the, with Zeus and the Atlanteans and all that. I loved the extra fight scenes between Steppenwolf and the Amazons. I loved, I loved the people in half. Oh yeah. But let's get right down to it. How much of that actually existed before Zack Snyder got his hands on this cut? Here's the thing. A lot of this did. It just wasn't visually finished yet. It was shot, but it wasn't finished because that was, if you go back, I'm going to say two years, there is an episode on, you know, we listened to a fat man on fat man on Batman or fat yeah. man beyond whatever. I mean, it's Kevin Smith. Basically there was a, if you Google it, you can find the article. This was right. a couple years ago. This is back when we thought this was never going to Hey, hold on, hold on. Your video, your audio just dropped. It did. There you go. Okay, you're better now. Okay, cool. Go back to uh, Fat Man on Batio, uh, uh, Fat Man on Batman. If you go back, if if you Google it, there, there's an article where it describes all of the stuff that Zack Snyder described that was left out that right. he wanted in. It's almost all the stuff that you just brought up. Okay. The backstory, cyborg, the the um. The, the ex extensive background on the mother boxes and why they were important and what happened way before. Um, that was all stuff that he initially did because he had a three movie arc for justice league. There was this movie and then the next movie, which there's a, there's a newer article that even goes in depth what his sequel was going to be to this And the bulk of that movie was going to be the nightmare world of them trying to track down the box, steal it and go back and fix the past. And then the third movie was going to be the big ass battle. Right. It was basically their end game. Right. Sadly, it doesn't look like we're going to get that, but two years ago we thought this was never going to happen either. So we'll see. But to answer your question, the bulk of that was there because Jason Momoa even said he saw it a couple years ago. He said he loved it. So here's, here's my he issue. He had to be finished. Here's my issue with it. Um, I'm going to use the Lord of the Rings trilogy and the Hobbit trilogy as an example here. Okay. Lord of the Rings trilogy was three books that were made into three movies that were each three three hours long, and they were amazingly oh. amazingly done. Perfect. Really well done. But the Hobbit trilogy was one book that was broken into three movies, and it was too much. Can't figure that out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was too much, right? So Still can't figure that out. If this had been done properly. 
And I'm going to lay a little bit of blame on Zack Snyder here, but I'm going to lay more blame on Warner Brothers. Because when I pay you, when I, Greg Bishop, pay you, Mike Putnam, to make me a movie, I need to know what you're doing, right? Here's here's $25 billion, Mike. What are you doing with that money? What are your thoughts? Warner Brothers should have known that this was a four-hour process. It should have immediately been broken into at least a two-movie set. Because four hours... Four that hours is too much for one movie in a theater. I uh, could not. It never I couldn't have watch made it this. as one movie. I couldn't have watched this in a theer. As good as it was, I couldn't have watched it, dude. I had to go back and watch it twice because the times I was watching it, I fell asleep. I'm okay. an old man. I can't help it. Um, That's fair. Um, so that it's it's this falls back into line with the shit show that Warner Brothers has become. Marvel would have never ever allowed this to happen they would have said this is what we got what are you doing what do you want blah 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 hey i know i'm up in your business but i'm not here just juggling your nuts because i want to i'm here juggling your nuts because i want the end game to be you know what i mean that's the only thing about this movie that upsets me um dude steppenwolf point hold on to to prove your point end game was over three hours it was marvel was like kevin feige said all right, cool. and they run and 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 Affinity War was two and a half, and they broke that shit up into two movies. I'm okay with that because they knew that's the direction they were going. Right. Having said that, the shit show that Warner Brothers is, I personally do not feel that a studio like Warner Brothers, even though they nailed the Harry Potter franchise, they do mm-hmm. not deserve DC. They don't deserve it. I'm going to take it away from them. This can, movie I, shows you why they don't. I agree. If you. I don't care if you thought Justice League was the worst movie in the history of humanity. Which this, it wasn't. It, it, it was not good. I'm going to give that to the 80s Captain America. I'm going to give that to the 80s Captain America movie that they made. Because that movie was the history. You remember that movie? Where yeah, dude was like, he was like driving like a fucking VW bug. Oh, so bad. I this This movie shows you that if Warner Brothers shuts the fuck up and steps back and gives it to a person who has an idea and a vision. It can be really good. Steppenwolf, actually enjoyable to watch. Dark Side, badass. All the stuff that they added into the movie, the extra story on Cyborg, great. The extra story on Flash, great. The extra story on Cyborg's dad, uh, Superman, Lois Lane, Batman, it all of them. It makes sense. It makes it sense. It all made sense. The best thing that they did And this was the part that absolutely tore the original Justice League for me. At the end scene, when they are fighting Steppenwolf and all the, uh, what do they call them? The the flying guys. Parademons. Yeah, parademons. They're trying to rescue people that are living in huts on a fucking nuclear waste of a land. Do you remember that? Remember that? In the original? In the original, yeah. The Russian family. It was a single Russian family. Fuck you. Nobody lives there anymore. Let them fight the bad guys. And they did. Yeah, I agree. that, That was the best part of the movie. If you guys haven't watched this movie, please take the time to watch it. I don't care how bad you thought the original was. This is the Justice League we deserved. This was the Justice League that you wanted watching the JLA cartoon as kids. Um, 
I could not remember, and I refuse at this point to go back and watch the original Justice League. What color was Superman's suit at the end of the original Justice League? Uh, blue, red. I mean, it was the original colors, it but it was... It wasn't the, the Los Angeles Kings colors, was it? It wasn't... Yeah, no, no, no. It was... Um, that was fucking badass. I'm like, that seems different, and I love it. It was... Well, it's, again, Snyder being the guy that likes the source material. He used the black suit that was in the comic book arc of the death of Superman. Mm -hmm. And the reason he wore the black suit is because it had properties that helped him heal, which is why they showed that scene where he flew up into the sun. And it was just like, this is just, this is perfect. This is absolutely perfect. I was good with it. Um, Um, So much more. The biggest thing, like you said, you gave a shit about the characters. You gave a shit about Cyborg. Flash, you gave a shit about because... He's basically new to this on this level, but he just he idolized Superman and didn't want to let him down. Like, yeah, they were they, they all the ancillary characters are great. I will say that this is the part that I differ with you on, and you're probably going to tell me go fuck myself. I would never, never. You could. I would love you still. I had no need for the dream sequence of the apocalyptic world. It's necessary to set up what was coming. Uh, I don't. I. I disagree with that. In this movie, they made Superman realize... It's from the Injustice storyline, and it does make sense because of Darkseid. Yeah, I know. It's from the Injustice storyline, but push it out. Let it go. I Give me give me the Joker later. Because I'm going to... My personal opinion is, and no, if you don't want spoilers, please fast forward 15 seconds. Too late. Superman against Batman where Batman has no money and resources is like me against a three month old baby yeah but obviously he still has resources but he doesn't because Superman has destroyed the world looking for who you know what I mean I I get it I understand who's the smartest character in DC oh fucking Lex Luthor (laughs) Bruce Wayne, is ba- <laughs> Bruce Wayne is basically DC's Tony Stark. I know he is. I know he is, and I, I, and I appreciate that. I just felt like Because was- we gave you that small setup in BVS, that small setup, this expands on that, and I loved it. I thought it was great. I wanted more of it. I thought it was well done. I it just an, thought it was out of it place. Was like, oh, shit, what is... A, the, in fact, the exact words that I got from Dylan when he was watching it, because we were kind of watching it together... Um. I get a message right after that scene starts and it says, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Like, just keep watching. I, I'm, keep watching. I'm on board. I, I, um, I'm not going to complain about it. I just don't. I, I'm not disagreeing almost, with what you're saying. I just, I almost feel I like it was, it. it was too much. It was like, okay, guys, we are at four hours. We don't let's, let's put this later. Let's put this into a, uh, it, almost like the uh, the dream sequence in God, I can't remember which Marvel it was, where Tony Stark dreamed that the everybody was dead, that everybody had died. Right. You know what I mean? It's not. You've just you've just accomplished what you set out to do to protect the Earth, and now all you can do is throw. Uh, I I feel like of the of all the writing that was the worst part. I also. I have the reason if you want to know what it is. Yeah, fucking hit me up, bro. Because Zack Snyder said himself he had to put that scene in there because for him to do these these movies, 
and to not have a scene with Batman and Joker interacting with each other, he said it would it felt wrong. And I agree with him. I'm glad that he did it. In the context that he did it, I thought was very entertaining and left me like, God damn it. Why, why can't we get more of this? But that was his biggest reason why. And I'm okay with that. Okay. I'll go back to the the Justice League that I know. Most of the time, the Justice League was united against a Legion of Doom front, um, a world-ending front, a cataclysmic front. It wasn't Joker. You know, because, because here's the crazy thing, and, and I think as we've talked about it over the last couple of years, because we have experienced two years of our podcast, I've kind of grown toward two. Kind of grown to where I I, I appreciate and like the DC universe more than I used to. But when you look at the DC universe, almost everybody has a superpower, right? Of some sort, except, except who's the hero that doesn't have a superpower. His His superpower is I'm super rich. And who's the villain who doesn't have a superpower? Lex. The Joker. Well, him too. The Lex but, Lex is Lex has one, except he's super brilliant. But in this scene, he's work. I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's Joker's that, teamed up with them under horrible circumstances. But it's you gotta you gotta look at it a different way, I guess. Because the way I'm looking at fair. it, that Dark Side's the villain. Dark Side Dark Side is the Thanos of the DC universe. Dylan sure. did say he'd love to see a Thanos Dark Side heavyweight match. And that I would think be that badass. Would be- we should call Robot Chicken. Dark Side was awesome <laughs> in this movie. No, he I have no problem with it, only None. because it made me think that's just another timeline because DC owns the multiverse. They even said it in this movie, which yep. made me all kinds of giddy. Good enough. Um, but it, it was at the very end. It was the last scene, second to last scene. I thought it was perfectly done. Yeah, I, I, feel, I, I had no problem with it. I feel my complaints are minor. Uh, yeah. There was not a point that I watched this movie that I was like, Jesus Christ, when is this going to be over? There wasn't a point when I was, I was watching this. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Um, I was doing the opposite. I'm like, how much time is left? Fuck, it's only 30 minutes. Shit. Oh, I know. I, I I will be honest with you. I thought about it the whole day after I watched it, but I was never at any point going, oh my God, I want more. I was like, okay, you did good. Let's go on yeah. with the next movie. Okay. Yeah. Um, so. But, but you know what makes me the saddest about this movie? How's Warner Brothers going to fuck up the sequel? Because I'm sure they'll figure it out. Because they don't deserve they don't deserve this franchise. Oh, here's the thing: you're not getting one. No, I don't there, even mean the sequel to Justice League. I mean the next just the, the next DC movie. Yeah, it's it's already set up to fail in my eyes because Cavill was the perfect Superman, and not not now you're going to restart everything for us again. But you're still going to give us a Wonder Woman three, dude. I'm not. But I'm we're not, supposed. To- I'm not going to lie. When I saw Cavill without his shirt on, I I got a little wet. He's a uh, He's a handsome man. Yes, he is. And Mr. Cavill, if you're listening, the answer is yes, I will marry you. <laughs> I, I going forward, it's I'm almost not even enthusiastic about it. Yes, I'm looking forward to the new Batman movie. Um, of course I that that looks awesome, but if going the way they're going, drop the whole shared universe thing. Flashpoint, you're gonna give us the same flash, you're gonna do flashpoint, but you're going to restart everything? How, how are you going to do that? So Because it's Wonder Brothers. 
And the problem is I have no faith in them pulling it off. I don't either. And that's it because it's Warner Brothers. And that's upsetting. It really is upsetting. It, it, yeah. It, to do this, the dude, to, first of all, to do what they did with Swamp Thing and then to do what they did with Justice League. And then to do what they did with Wonder Woman 84, you guys needed a hit with Wonder Woman 84, and you guys literally said, ah, oh, fuck it, I'm going fishing. Hey, Carl, take care of it. And Carl was like, but I empty the fucking trash cans. Wonder it's, Woman 84 to me is a perfect example that they don't know what the hell they're doing. And they don't care. It's almost, it's, it's almost like, oh, ah, Congress, we can't lose our jobs. So fuck it. <laughs> I, mean, point. I mean, it just, this movie was, if I'm going to tell you what, man, if this movie would have been this, and it's unfortunate the circumstances that happened that drove Snack, uh, Zack Snyder to not be able to do the movie. But here's my question. If his daughter doesn't kill herself, where are we today? And he moves forward with that. Does Warner Brothers, like... Well, they knew what this. They knew what this was back then. By now, knew, by now you've they, had. Probably, they knew what this was when Joss Whedon took it over. By now, you've had a real Flash movie because Justice League would have made a significantly more movie or uh, more money. It would right. have made because it would have been a better movie. Uh, yeah, um, absolutely. Wonder Woman eighty four would probably not be the tire fire that it is. You probably have the ability to have branched out and done another Justice League movie, or at least have it in the hopper. Mm-hmm. Because of uh oh god damn it. I never remember the guy at the end with Lex. Um Deathstroke. Deathstroke. So many that different was supposed to be the next Batfleck movie. Yeah. Was him versus Deathstroke. So many different directions you could have gone that would have and and listen, Justice League made money. People that'll come say, Oh, it was a flop. It was not a flop. Justice League was not a flop by any means. It made like three hundred and 70-something million dollars, which if you can't look at $370 million and go, hey, we did a good job, then, well, fuck you. But made a it, made, it made a fucking shitload. But it also, put, it, it also backed them into a corner where they're like, well, what do we do now? Because this is such an ugly, ridiculous garbage fest. Right. The people that saw Bat, uh, Justice League, hell, you and I and Richard all saw it. And who of us went, that was really good. Who of us said that? None of us. If anybody, I probably did. You didn't like it. You didn't think it was great. You thought it had good moments. And that was just the fact that I was at a Justice League movie, which I never thought I would. Yeah. But but if so. you if you if you can if you look at that original Justice League movie, we've talked about it several times. The CGI was garbage. The ending was stupid. You were like, so. "Why did this happen?" You were like, "Okay, cool. I got to see Justice League." But I mean, yeah. you know, but I mean, I got what- a I got a hand job last week, but it was from a fucking cyborg. So eh. how was it? It hurt. <laughs> <laughs> so You're supposed to say it was electrifying. Uh, it's electric. I I think any of you listening that haven't seen it, you should go watch it if you have the ability. Um, I, I get watch it in one, two, three, four, six, eight, twelve screenings. It doesn't really matter. Um, Seven chapters. Break it up into chapters. It, it kind of is a it kind of is a triumph because uh, there's a lot of things that they talk about in this that give you. Um, Keep going. What's that? Keep going. They give you insight into certain things. 
Dude, the, the the scene that stood out to me the most that I was like, why, how, how was that not in the original, was when they were talking about the mother box being able to recreate matter, and then they showed the picture of Superman. Because when you watch the original, you're just like, oh, hey, we can, oh, okay, I'm glad they knew this. You know what I mean? There was no spoiler. There was no talk it through. I, watch it. Uh, I think you're going to like it. Even if you don't like it to the point that you liked Endgame or Infinity War, you're going to go, okay, I'm not angry that I watched this. Yeah. Yeah, and that was, the, the, there's just, the, there's so much. Uh, dude, we could spend two hours alone just talking about We could. Um entertaining loved it enjoyed it i'm sad that there's not going to be any more but i mean who knows two years ago like i said we thought that we were never going to get this and we got it so um i if i think if there will be more movie, if this movie and deadpool have not taught us anything is that fans get loud and obnoxious enough they can force shit to happen uh, i think there's going to be more and uh look at listen warner brother ponied up what 200 million for this no um 70 to, okay. to go back and finish the visuals and he reached out a couple holy shit let me get my wallet you know what i mean to give you an example that scene with batman and joker that was filmed in Zack snyder's backyard good enough so i mean literally they filmed that in his backyard they spent 70 million dollars because they knew that they needed to do something because this entire franchise is dying that's that's how that's how i feel about it you don't just go, well, the fans want another cut of the movie. Hey, look at it this way. The Crypt Keeper sitting in the Pontiac Dome. Well, <laughs> the fans the fans want a Super Bowl. I guess go ahead and spend $100 million on the best players you can get so we can give them what they want because I really don't care about them. Warner Brothers knows that they've got to do something to save this franchise. Mm-hmm. I think they saw the writing on the wall with with Wonder Woman. They had to have known it wasn't good. They had to have. Here, we'll just give it to you anyway. And yeah, let's uh, throw this. Let's throw this out there. The reviews online are incredible. The fan reviews are incredible. It's everybody's watching it now. They can say, okay, we can justify four hundred million dollars. 300 million, 200 million for a movie that we can now release in theaters. This is their last gasp, but if they don't do it properly, they're going to fuck it up. And then people are going to just stop going. That's it. That's it. So, nope. Richard, what did Richard say? Fuck it. I'm not watching. They should have given it to me right the first time. And I understand where he's coming from. I'm willing to give people a second chance, but I will tell you this. <laughs> Richard is not. No, Richard is not. Marvel Marvel has 26 movies, 23 movies. 20 26 uh, there was 22 in the entire 22 last phase how and many, then How many of those did you need a second cut for? Iron Man 3, that's it. Well, really? you you couldn't save Iron Man 3 with a recut because that was the direction that they wanted to go. The only one that I could have used a second cut for was Black Panther. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's So you fair. could make it look better, okay? You mean so, they would have finished the visual effects? Yeah. So out, 20, so out of 22 movies, they had one that you're like, okay, you probably should have fixed this. Did we like Iron Man 3? No, but that's the direction they went. I I give it to them for, for being bold. But we could have we could have had a better Wonder Woman 84. We could have – Aquaman could have been a little bit better. We could have had a better Justice League. We, right. 
so yeah, I I, I suggest well, I watching mean, it. What's that? I suggest watching it. I think if you haven't seen the, the Snyder Cut, you should watch it. Yeah, I agree. And if and you're I, on, I honestly, I really, re- I really, really wish Richard would watch it just so we could get his. No, it still sucks. Or get him because I, I guarantee that if he actually gave it a fair shake and watched it, he'd be like, okay, yeah, that was much better. Yeah, because still not my favorite, but it was much better. Steppenwolf alone changes that movie. Awesome. Yes. The voice, the armor, the the smoother CGI, the better just look the of his face. Looked. Yeah, just the way he looked. It was incredible. I will say this. The fight scenes in this movie were amazing. Dude, the, uh, as good as you've seen in any movie. Favorite moment. What was your favorite scene? Uh, there was... God, that, that, that's tough. But I'll say the moment that made me squeal is when Superman showed up and took the axe and said, not impressed, not impressed. Oh, good. And just unleashed a holy hell ass whooping on Steppenwolf. In the, in, in fact, I'll just reference it again. Dylan, 20 year old kid, kid, you know, not a kid anymore, but still half my age says, thank God they finally made Superman the badass that he is. Agreed. And he did. Nobody got the best of them. I think the best addendum was the entire Amazon storyline. That whole the scene entire, was the fantastic. scene understanding in the original he showed up, he's like, Oh, it's my box. Ah, bye. You were like, um, what? What you're like they, they didn't even try why are these, Yeah, wait, why do they have it? Because they're a bunch of bitches? What I don't get it. Yeah. Why are these fifty chicks holed up in a cage holding spears yeah. in a box for a thousand years? And bitches is not like a female in derogatory right. thing. It was just they were just in the original, they were a bunch of pussies. Right. Straight up. Um, they were not in this movie. Not at all. And it was that, fucking incredible. It was so good. It was so good. I, I, another Dude, moment he, that made me go horse, nuts. When he threw that Zeus. horse. Zeus was badass. Zeus looked like freaking Leonidas. Yeah. Well, it was. His, it was. It was. His arms were Butler. glowing from his freaking bicep all the way through his hand started glowing. I mean, it was just. Gerard Butler so much of this movie was great. Gerard Butler needed a uh, he needed a, a twenty dollars because all of his uh, romantic comedies have run out and he needed a sandwich. So would have been sweet if that was him, but he looked close enough like him. I don't know. The, the, there's so many. Like we, if we get um, we should get Dominic on one and do like a bonus episode of just like our favorite moments of the all Snyder in. Cut. All in. So I, I think that'd be awesome. But yeah, I, I can't recommend it enough. I mean, hell, it, just break it up like a TV show. Watch one chapter at a time. Um, I'd take the whole four. I'm, I'm a champ. I'll take the whole four hours every time. I've done I've it twice it. already. I watched it front to back. My problem was that I was at home with COVID, so I was kind of laying in bed. I didn't have COVID. I was just at home right. relaxing. And I fell asleep during parts, so I had to go back and watch them. But totally so good. I get it. Yep. But yeah, I'm, I'm glad that you enjoyed it. That makes me feel I did. good. I, I, it was. It's hard to multiply anything times zero, and get an outcome. But it this was, a, was this was three hundred percent better than the original. It, it was, was a mountain size better than the was, original. I agree, because it made all the characters legit, and you gave a shit about them. Fair. So, there's our half-ass review of the Snyder Cut. I'm gonna make a request. Go. I need a potty break. 
why not do that? And then we'll come back and we'll do some science experiments. I'll see you in just a second. All right. Bye. Can anyone hear me? We found something. We found something in the ice. Would you stop screwing around? This makeshift transmitter has a pretty weak signal. I'm not sure how long it's going to last. Okay, hi. I'm Brandon Windish. And I'm Chris Holcomb. And we are the heads of programming of the Dead City Drive-In. And unfortunately, if you're hearing this, then we're already dead. Okay, now you're just being melodramatic. Look, if you're hearing this, then it's probably because we're interrupting your podcast. Sorry about that. Okay, but we wouldn't do that without a good reason. Those delightful singing voices you're hearing belong to a ravenous horde of mutants and madmen right outside our projection room door. You see, we've been tasked by our bosses, the drive-in gods, to program specially themed double bills for the increasingly restless dead city denizens. And when we say specially themed, what we mean is killer robots, satanic terror, Uh, yeah, hideous freaks, creepy crawlies, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria. You see, there is no bottom to the depths of psychotronic cinema. Any old chud could pick a random double bill. Yeah, but do you really want to watch Chopping Mall back-to-back with Ghost Dad? Or a double whammy of Rock and Roll Nightmare and Bicentennial Man? Oh, yeah, I do! Oh, shut up, Zombie Robin Williams, you fucking liar! At Dead City Drive-In, we choose a theme. Then we and our special guest each pick what we think is the best representation of that theme. But there's only room for two movies, so we're talking genre flick deathmatch here. Three movies enter the ring, but only two can make it on the slime-splattered screen of the Dead City Drive-In. Put it this way, it's dirty work, but somebody's got to do it. (laughs) Chris, that's the lyrics of that song from Police Academy 2. Damn it, we're about to lose the transmission. Dead City Drive-In is available everywhere your favorite podcasts lurk. The doors are open and admission is free. It's a show filled to the brim with monsters, mayhem, blood, guts, and... Um, Dispatch. (laughs) Some more paramedics. (laughs) Remember, if the car's a-rockin', it doesn't mean somebody's fucking. They're probably getting murdered. Here at the... Under 17, not admitted without parent. Whew. Oh my God, do I feel better. Thank you for the break, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my. Well, you know, when you're home all day and you're unemployed because the Rona paid a visit, you start drinking a little bit earlier than you normally do. (laughs) The Rona. I want to shout out a couple things here real quick. Number one, the most important thing, super fan and one of the bestest guys that I've never met, Phil Eddie. Congratulations. That that's the funniest thing about this whole thing is that you we've never you've never met him. Congratulations, my friend. Um, I hope that your daughter's wedding was everything you wanted it to be. I hope that she's as happy as I am in my marriage and Mike is in his marriage. Uh, we won't we'll leave Amy's ideas out of it, but you know. Yeah, don't ask her. <laughs> Phil, uh, screwed. Good for you, man. I've seen the pictures. It looks like it was a great time. Congratulations. Thank you for allowing us to be a part of it. Number two, for anybody watching on uh, YouTube, there is a new jersey behind me this week, and it should have been up a couple weeks ago, but it is the John Lynch jersey, who was elected to the Hall of Fame this year, and congratulations, you should have been there five years ago. True story. All right. True story. What you got, Nice man? job. Thanks. Thanks. So uh, you want to go ahead and introduce your idea for this week's list? Oh, I got a couple other things first. Oh, shit. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, first of all, I watched a handful of movies this week. What'd you watch? Well, the first one was Justice League. We talked You're about right, that. Yeah. 
The second one was the director's cut of a little movie we like to call Miami Vice. Oh, okay. I watched it on your All recommendation. Right. Yep. I'll give you my take. Okay. I thought the movie was pretty doggone well done. Yeah, I thought, that, that's um, my fault. I did not. I did not know that Michael Mann had written and directed it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll give him some credit. You kind of tell by the music a little bit. It still yeah, had his touch on it. It was hard for me to get that grasp because I'm not a monster late '90s, early 2000 music fan. Mm-hmm. Um, but I see what he did. Um, the music did a very good job. Excuse me. The movie did a very good job of building tension. Really good job of building tension. The music fit the time frame of the movie. It did. I agree 100%. I didn't know who was doing the music. Uh, There was a couple times when I heard it. uh, The the point that you had, uh, the part that you had mentioned about uh, In the Air Tonight remake by a group called Nonpoint. I have actually seen them live. They're a very good movie, a very good band. I feel personally when you do In the Air Tonight, that when you make that drop at the drum solo that everyone knows what I'm talking about, it's got to be bigger, but it fit the movie. And I did some research. They were contracted to do the remake for the movie. It's my favorite scene of the whole movie. Jamie Foxx was incredible. Colin Farrell was good, but I'm going to tell you right now, I don't know what it is about Colin Farrell. I just don't care for him. He's... The mustache threw me off. I have a mustache, but the mustache threw me off. I don't know if it's because I wanted Sonny or Don Johnson. The movie was pretty good. I mean, I would give it, like I told you, I'd give it a C plus B minus. Two problems with the movie. Uh, One problem with the movie was there just was not enough action. For a two-hour and 15-minute movie, there was not enough shootouts, uh, chases. uh, Definitely drama heavy. Definitely drama heavy. Uh, the second problem that I had with it was the end scene, even though it was really good, just wasn't enough for a two and a half hour buildup. And I'll put it this way. I watched heat for three hours. It built up for two hours and then I had an hour of shit blowing up. I'll take it. Um, if you like Miami vice and you haven't watched this movie because you like Miami vice, I would say, throw that out, give it a whirl. It was better yeah. than I thought it was going to be. I, I can appreciate the movie. Like I said, C plus B minus. Very fair. Im- impossible expectation to live up to, that's for sure. Well, a when, decent you, job. when you're dealing with me, yes, it is. It is, because you can never go back to the original, but I'll, I'll give it to him. But you still enjoyed it. So, much, so much better than I thought it was going to be. The second fair. thing that I watched, the third thing that I watched was... Coming to America. Really? I did. What did you think? Okay. Eh? If you hadn't seen it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have broken your heart? Broken your no, heart? No, I mean... It was a reach. It was a definite reach. I think one of the things that turned me off, and I again, I don't have a reason because I think she's funny. Um, I think Leslie Jones is very funny. She she can be. She, I will say that. But she doesn't do it for me. You know what I mean? Um, she was acceptable in this movie, but she didn't do what Leslie Jones, they expect you to have Leslie Jones do for you. Uh, there were no new characters. 
by uh, Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall. Um, it was very predictable. It was very one notish. It, w- it went exactly the way I thought it was going to go. <laughs> However, I will say that the last scene of the movie is worth watching it for. As dumb as that sounds, it's the last fucking scene of the movie. But when Mr. Randy Watson shows up, it is fucking epic. So I didn't tell you to do this, but go to the last five minutes of the movie and watch it. If it's a rainy day, you got nothing to watch. Watch Coming to America. Yeah. Yeah, you won't be angry. You watch it. You, you'll chuckle. You'll laugh. Um, it's the number it's one like movie. Making a trip. It's not like you're making a trip to the theater for it. No, you're not. Um, on Prime and watch it. Everyone's got Prime now. Yeah, for sure. I can see why they did it. Uh, it, it had a couple moments where you were just like, "Oh, come on!" But it, I mean, listen, it's it's not the original by any stretch of the imagination. It, it it's not you're even never going to live up to not that. Not even close. Like for me. It, uh, I'll give it a honestly I'll give it a C minus so it's not like I would never watch it again I won't put it on to watch it but if it's on and somebody's watching it I'll sit down and laugh with them C's average so I mean that's that's hey. and that's and you know what that's what it was and I hate to say that because I really love Eddie Murphy I really wish I, I wish that he would find his niche at, at this stage of his career because he's still funny uh, the he stuff he's going back to stand up when COVID's over well Good because it, good. I'd be, I'd be interested to see if he can still bring the heat like he did back in the day. I I uh, didn't know yeah. you want to see a watered down Eddie Murphy. No, I, and I don't think anybody does. I think it would be hard to to do what he was in yeah. the day because he was so I, on the edge. You know what I mean? That's why Carlin was so funny because Carlin said things and did things that nobody expected. Now everybody's like, ah, oh, I put it in my ass. What? You did what? So I'll, I'll compare him to Chappelle. I wouldn't want to see a watered down version of Chappelle because it, that it takes away everything that makes him great. Yeah. Agreed. That no, that no filter, just there's no rules and that that's what comedy should be 100%. in my opinion. And Eddie Murphy was great at it. He was. He was really good. Really good. Mm, shit. That you was, uh, see, in, in my opinion, even better was Richard Pryor back in the day. That Richard, dude. Richard Pryor broke the color barrier. He really oh, did because he, he was. Broke every, he, he broke the censorship barrier. He was the, first, he was the first guy that would drop the N-word and it didn't offend anybody. When you get right down to it. And oh, I'm, it just I'm, I'm not going to say it because, you know, but. He would. I mean, no. when you listen to his really early stand-up stuff, you're like, God damn, is this guy? What's? Oh, it's oh, okay. He's being funny. He was incredible. And Chevy Chase did it on Saturday Night Live on national TV. Yeah. Oh God, that's one of the best skits ever. You know that. that was awesome. You, you know that Chevy Chase was who? Or excuse me, Richard Pryor was who Mel Brooks wanted to Cleveland Little. He yeah. wanted him to play yeah, the Cleveland Little part. Yeah, we talked about that. But it's too and bad they, he was. They, out of his mind. They, well, no, the the studio wouldn't let him because they said he was too controversial. And I, if I'd have been there, I'd have been like, "Have you read the script?" <laughs> no. The, the real reason why is because Richard Pryor was stoned. He was on drugs so bad. Oh, he was out of his. He was too controversial. Yeah, yeah. crazy. And, and he was coked out of his mind. That's why they couldn't get him to do it. There was a weekend that uh, on that on that set where they showed up on Monday morning, and Mel Brooks said, "Where's Where's Richard?" And somebody said, I don't know. And he got a phone call and it was Richard in Detroit going, hey, um, I've been in Detroit. I've been stoned and broke all weekend. Can you send me bus money so I can get back? 
Oh, sorry. Hey, that's nope. Mel Brooks movie. did it. So crazy. Um, so yeah, that that's. Uh, I mean, I'll I'll check it out eventually. I I will definitely watch it just because. There's no rush. Yeah. There's no rush. I, it's it's number I'll one movie in America because there's nothing else out there. That's why. I'll be up dog sitting again this weekend at friends of ours' house for the entire weekend. So that, that that'll probably be a watch this weekend. It's less sure. than two hours. Um, you'll laugh a handful of times. You won't ever go, God, I got to turn this off. But at the end, you'll be like, okay, it is what I thought it was. Yeah, that's good. Well, good deal. Did you watch anything else or was that it? Nope, that's it. That's it. The other thing that I did this week was I did, because uh, like you, last Thursday, I was on the internet for quite a while trying to get me a PS5. Yeah. It didn't work out so well for either one of us. Still isn't. So one of the things that I did was I was like, okay, what the fuck's going on? Okay. So you and I have both openly bashed Sony on the show about fuck them because the games are playing. I did some research and we can give Sony a little bit of blame here, but the basic reason of what's going on right now is it is even though they're not going to tell you it is, it all goes back to COVID. Mm-hmm. And I'll explain. So last year, at the beginning of the year, PlayStation and Sony and Apple and Samsung and Xbox, Microsoft, had geared up for four of the biggest launches of items that use semiconductors in probably the last, to coincide in the last 10 years. And what we're talking about is we're talking about uh, Samsung's new phone, and we're talking about the Apple iPhone 12. We're talking about the PS5 and the Xbox. I don't even know what it's called. One X X. Series X. The what? Series X or Series, Series X. X. So the first thing that happened was in March, basically the entire world shut down, which cut the supply lines between China, Canada, South America, North America, Europe for all the semiconductors that were needed to make chips for these things. So five or six months later, PlayStation releases the PS5. Xbox releases the Xbox Series X. Fucking China. Keep talking. I'm here. I'm getting a new drink. You got it. Apple goes ahead and has to delay the the launch of the iPhone 12 by two months. And Samsung has to delay the launch of their phone indefinitely. Hasn't come out yet. The number one buyer of semiconductors in the world is Apple. Do you have you want to take a guess at how much money a year Apple spends on semiconductors? That they spend? Yes. I I hundred million. Fifty three trillion dollars a year. They spend fifty three trillion dollars a year on semiconductors. Samsung is number two at thirty-two trillion. But the difference between Apple and Samsung is that App uh, Samsung actually sells fifty to sixty percent of their semiconductors to other companies that are making them. But what has happened because of the COVID thing and people doing exactly what you and I are doing right now, items that use semiconductors Anything that's a PC, a phone, any anything, a computer game, anything of that nature, 
watches um, has driven the demand up to the fact that even though we still have the same number of plants, we're trying to make five times the number of uh, systems, five times the number of phones, five times the number of computers. And because of the push for everybody in the world that wants to be green for cars, cars are now using it as well. So there's not enough plants. Sony is legitimately, and maybe it's their fault, we'll, we'll, we'll throw it in their lap, scared shitless that they are not going to be able to meet the demand for the d- number of PS5s for Christmas of 2021 because they have no idea what's going on. The good news is... Joe, There's good news? Joe Biden has signed an executive order so that we can go ahead and look at the supply lines of where the, the semiconductors are coming from. Wait, so we can look at it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And once they figure Got out... It. Once they figure out the problem, they'll go ahead and set a, set up some protocols so that we can get the stuff to people that need it quicker. So we're just going to check it out. That's the only problem we have in this country is semiconductors. Oh, thank God. Right? So it's not... it's it, Apple, Apple delayed their iPhone 12 by two and a half months. I didn't realize that. Samsung is trying to release their phone this year. It's because of the whole stay-at-home thing, the tech boom... It sucks because we can't get a PS5. I totally understand it. I want. I would like to have one myself. Um, PlayStation did not. Sony did not see the issue coming. They thought it was going to be a hiccup. I'll make you feel better. It's not just well, semiconductors. I already feel better because the the biggest problem in this country is semiconductors. Yeah, yeah Joe's going to fix it for us. You know that as an electrician right now, we cannot find circuit breakers or panels. Still can't. See, it's been a year. People call me and go, hey, my insurance is going to cancel my, my uh, insurance because i got to change out this panel because they say it's unsafe. Okay, so true or, true or false? Does this fall in line with what you just said? Recently, I've been, like, when I go to Walmart to grocery shop or whatever, you know, because stimulus checks came in, and like I, I think I mentioned to you before, the TV that we had in our living room is dying. Yeah, uh, little spots in the LEDs are turning white. So I mean, it's it's a sign that your LED t- now granted it's like seven years old. So I've been oh looking. Oh my god! I can't even yeah. talk to you anymore. Your TV's seven years old. Dude, I'm so <laughs> white trash. It's hilarious. I mean, I've got action figures on the wall in my room. For God's sake! Fair enough. Um. So point being, when I go to Walmart to go check out these TVs, because they they always got stuff on sale or really good TVs are, have gotten considerably inexpensive compared to what we're used to. Yep. These things first came out. Um, there's no TVs on the shelf. There you go. They have no inventory. That's the second biggest. That's other behind cell phones. Televisions are the number two biggest item that they cannot manufacture because of, of semiconductors. And this is the big Walmart here in Oldsmar, the big super center, the, yep. the big, nice, clean one. Uh-huh. There, the, dis- the display TVs are all there, but there's none on the shelf. That's it. Um, that, that- when I got the TV that I have for my man cave that I'm watching Red Wings hockey on right now. Yeah. My Samsung curved badass that's waiting for my PS5. Um, it was at a, an awesome price, and it was the last one there. And I, I was like, Posting up like Loyola's defense. Yeah, you were. Start like, no, this is, I need a cart now. 
Because I'm leaving with this. That's the exact reason. Um, that's the exact reason. I was, I was there why, yesterday. That's why there's no Oculuses, no no Xboxes, no Switches. No, There's no nothing because the parts just aren't there. They had Oculuses. They had two of them on the shelf. Two. Hmm. Nope. Waiting for a PS5. I but, did. Yeah. When you said that, that's what like, man, is that why there's no TVs can be found anywhere? 100%. That's, that's the exact reason. Um, but you can go online and order them and they have them in stock online. So there must be just well, sitting in a big warehouse. They're making them. They're making them. They just can't meet the demand. I mean, literally the best way I can describe this is toilet paper eight months ago. They, they were making toilet paper. We just couldn't yeah, get our hands on it because so there was many a big people, yeah. There was a big idiot factor in that too. Well, of, of course there was. Of course there was. And you can only make so much toilet paper at a time. And that's what they're up against. What's what everybody's up against. It's it's like, um, God, I, there, there used to be computer games that you would play where you would have to have certain parts to make stuff. And you would have right. you know 52 of this and 62 of that, but you were waiting on this one item and you couldn't make anything until it produced. That's, mm-hmm. that's the problem. Um, All right. Fair enough. I hate it. Everybody hates it. Listen, listen, I'm going to tell you right now, no one, no one in this world hates it more than the CEO of Sony because he's not going to make his numbers this year. And when you as a company of Sony don't make your numbers, you end up going, spec change. Yeah, spec change. Food for yeah, food. Yeah, I am. Um, spec cheese. So, I'm still going to say, fuck that guy. And I'm going to tell you why. They could have delayed I, the release. The, the, this uh, this past weekend, like I said, I hung out with Nick. We went out and had a couple beers while I was house sitting up there. His what? Now, granted, perfect world, selfish. I, I get it. What should have happened? We, me, Nick, and I both, and uh, for the most part, Dylan, we have had an active PlayStation account from day one. We're talking fifteen years. No, twenty. 25 years the, the PlayStation 1 came out. I know where you're going. Why was I not given an email with a link saying, hey, you know what? You've been with us for so Here's a pre-order link. You're first in line. I think it's straight up. Me. I'm talking everybody. Like, loyalty. Like I think it's straight up short-sighted. All of the active PlayStation accounts should have been put into a pool and had first dibs. And that's the way it should be. The way the way it should be is, is to if they... It, now, I'm always saying that because they weren't just loading shelves up. Yeah. Sony um, Sony doesn't make money off of a bot buying it. Let's say you have the opportunity to buy 12 PS5s off of well Walmart's website and you sell them for $980 a piece. Sony doesn't make any extra money off of that. They make the same amount of money. I get I, it. So I don't I, – I, I, it's, it's frustrating and it's infuriating. I don't know why win. they're not worried about – trying to stop that but the fact of the matter is is there are ps5s out there right now if you want to pay a thousand dollars for one. First of all fuck you second of all fuck you third of all yeah. i'll play my xbox one x i'm good the, so i don't blame sony for the bot problem i to, blame the retailers for allowing the websites to be hacked yes, into like yes. that knowing that, that knowing that you were going to send nine playstation fives to the same fucking email address on the same order fuck you first should of ring all, a bell absolutely first should of all Second Raise of all, wait, if you know or foresee or even think, you know what? Forget even thinking. We're going to release the PlayStation 5 next year. If you have a PlayStation Live account, you can pre-order 
online by paying a deposit of $50. And when you pay that deposit of $50, that puts you at that spot in line when you pay it. Mr. Mm -hmm. Putnam, you are number 3,862 in line. Uh, You can be delivered tomorrow if you pay us the remaining $450 plus $29.99 shipping. That's all it takes. Why they didn't do that, I don't know. Probably, probably, because if they did do something like that, they would be no end of backlash from people like Walmart and Target and fucking Amazon and, and GameStop and... Yeah, I, I know. I feel the same way. I feel the same way, but you got to have some type of a symbiotic relationship with those people because they are the people that market your product. For instance, what if what if PlayStation no did that? that anyway. There are no businesses that think that way anyway, so Probably it's a crazy thought on my end. Probably, you're, you're right, but what if what if uh, uh, PlayStation did that and all of a sudden Target said, hey, you know what? You screwed us out of all these, all these extracurricular sales, so guess what? Fuck you. We're not carrying any PlayStation products anymore. Would it happen? No. It would then Sony happen. says, no problem. We'll sell them off PlayStation Direct and we'll do it. We'll handle it by ourselves. When I worked in that business, I remember being told that we don't make money off the consoles anyway. We make money off the controllers and the games. But I, fuck, who knows? I just know that we've both been trying to get a hold of one. I know there's a lot of guys, people out there that have been trying to get a hold of one. I wanted to find out why. And it's, yeah. it's a bigger problem than Sony, but it on the makes other hand, sense. it could have been prevented. It makes sense. I just... I stand firm that it could have been handled a lot better. And I stand firm 100% behind you. You would think a company the size of Sony would be able to figure that shit out. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. You would think. But, hey, Joel's going to check into it. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, buddy. All right. Check into it. Yeah, sure he is. Right after McCumble. Come on. Never mind. Okay, so um, do you remember last week's movie? I don't. I will when you tell me. Uh, Steve Gutenberg, Tom Hanks, and or uh, excuse me, Steve Gutenberg, Ted Danson, and Tom Selleck. Oh, Three Men and a Baby. Three Men and a Baby. Oh, because I got it off Ted Danson, right? Uh, you got it off of... Um, An extra yeah, clue? From, yeah, yeah. Okay. Technically. So I, technically, I lost, which okay. doesn't happen often. Okay. So I don't know if you're going to get this one. I don't even know if you've seen this movie. I think you have. Um, it was a big deal when it was made down here. I'll tell you why later. Police f- Academy. <laughs> this film can also work as a dark drama about elder abuse in the retirement home slash village setting. Retirement home abuse in the village type setting. Wow. Steve Gutenberg, Ted Danson. And who else? Who's uh, the third? Tom Selleck. And I will tell you, it was one of them. It was one of those three. That is the link. Dude, I, I, I couldn't even tell you two movies that Tom Selleck was in. Okay. One you... was called Runaway with Gene Simmons. God, I love that fucking movie. It was so Great fun. Movie. It was Spider. ridiculous. Yeah, it was ridiculous, but it was so good. I... 80s. Yeah, 84. 1984. It was almost the movie I picked. To a T, Spiders. Yeah. Uh, 80s. And fucking Gene Simmons, worst actor in the world. Ever. Do you know who Don Amici is? Yeah. Okay. 
I, Don, I, I know the name and I can kind of picture the face. Don Amici won Best Supporting Actor for this film on his only Academy Award nomination. Wow. I don't know based on that. In Say Anything, John Cusack played this movie for, uh, in Say Anything, 1989, John Cusack played this movie for a crowd of old folks at a retirement home. Both were released by 20th Century Fox. Which I didn't see. It's it's okay. It was filmed in the Bay Area. Punisher. <laughs> yeah, that was, but no. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I may not get this one because... It's not shit. Ted Danson. And it's not Tom Selleck. Steve Gutenberg, which nails it down to Police Academy. Ron Howard directed this movie, and there was a sequel. Cocoon? Yep. He was in that. You're right. Okay. He was a boat hey, driver. Well, that's all right. Yep. The, uh, the, the, yeah, now the old folks' home thing gives it away with Cocoon. <laughs> yep. uh, the scenes, okay. all, the, all the scenes where you see them in the boat taken out and out of the harbor was from Tarpon Springs. Won't get any older and you won't ever die. Yep. <laughs> old oatmeal ass himself. Yeah. Do you know that of all the old people in that movie, he was the youngest and they actually had to gray his hair? He was Are only you serious? He's only 51 at the time of the movie. Old Wilford? Yeah. Wow. Good for him. Good for him. All like right. It. Oh, shit. Hold on. I got to get stuff ready here. Hold on just a second. Please forgive me, fucks or folks. Corona, fucks. Corona has uh, taken its fucks. toll. Oh damn it! All right, let's plug this baby in. Wings are skating their asses off tonight. Listen, I'm gonna tell you something. Um, I would not be surprised after the last two weeks that I've had if I don't get a call from an NHL team because I've got like. 35 assists and six, six, eight goals in the last two weeks. Call Buffalo. You're probably going to try out. Uh, yeah. If it keeps up, I might call Buffalo. Who couldn't? Shit, I could be on a third line. <laughs> You're right. right. It works. Second. <laughs> it works. All right. So I had this for you last week. So okay. this week, top five feud. What are. The largest hockey arenas in the NHL. Ooh, um, man, that's tough because I, they all average between like seventeen to twenty thousand seats. All super close. They're all super close. Um, I will tell you that the biggest is twenty one thousand two hundred and seventy three, and number five is nineteen thousand two hundred and eighty nine. I will I'm, also give you another hint. Three of them are in the United States. Two of them are in Canada. Um, I'm going to say Rogers Place in Edmonton. That is number 15. 18,641. All right, then, because it's an older one, I'm going to go with, uh, I think it's an older one, Calgary. 
Saddle Dome. That is number five, my friend. That's a good one. 19,289. Bucket list place to see a playoff game, that's for sure. Oh, man. It's, what a beautiful arena. That's where they had the uh, the bubble at last year, right? For half of it, if I remember correctly. Was Calgary or was that Edmonton? It was just uh, Edmonton was one of them, too, because they had a flood there with a bad storm, and they were worried about it being cleaned up in time, but they got it. All right, um, so you've got one strike and one one good one. Damn, I'm going to say uh, Emily Arena. That's a pretty good size arena. Emily is really good, big or really good. It's number it's eight. Wrong. Number five is nineteen thousand two hundred eighty-nine. Emily is nineteen thousand and ninety-two. I will tell you that number seven is nineteen thousand one hundred and fifty, and number six is nineteen thousand two hundred and fifty. This is not my guess because I know it's smaller than what Joe Lewis was, but where's Little Caesars Arena on that? Do you want to guess Little Caesars Arena? No, because I, think, I don't think they're in the top five. I think you should. I think you should. Okay, Little Caesars Arena. <laughs> they're number four. Are they really? What's the total? 19,515. Yeah, because Joe Lewis was up in the 20s. Yep. Which... So you have, you have Calgary, right? And you have Little Caesars. So you have three left. Two are in the United States. One is in Canada. My last hint is for number two, you would not go there unless you were kidnapped and taken oh, there. Oh, fucking United Center. Where's that? Chicago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep. 19,717. The, uh, the last one I'll say in Canada is Toronto. Toronto is number 12, 18,800, the Scotiabank Arena. Those nutbags, I'm surprised they don't have one of the bigger ones. Surprised. Um, number three was the City of Brotherly Love. Really? Yeah, the Wells Fargo Center, 19,537. But this is how close it is. What about um, the King, L.A.? L.A. Not top five? Wow, no. Uh they are number 22, the Staples Center. Yeah, Staples. Wow. 18,000. See, I would have thought that was big. I would have thought that one would be bigger because they have the the Lakers there. Yeah. You would think. Here's yeah, but what's, guess not. Here's what's crazy. Number 2 is 19,717 and number 9 is 19,070. So there's eight arenas there that are 1,000. Number 1 is the Bell Center in Montreal. 21,273. Yeah, that makes sense. I should have went there first, but... Now, I am going to give you a bonus point. What is the largest arena in the world, it's no longer used, in the world that has been used for professional hockey? We're not counting the outdoor games or the stadium games. We're counting this is where we played our oh, regular home games. Because that would have been Michigan Stadium. Yep. Um, against Toronto. Um, not in the United States? It is in the United States. Largest arena that's not being used anymore for hockey. Yep. It was an NHL team. No shit. Yep. 
was an NHL team. Is is an NHL team. The team no longer plays there. So the team moved. Was the team renamed? I'll give you this. The team moved, but they didn't change cities, and they were not renamed. They just changed venues. Wow. That's a great trivia question. I don't know. I've actually saw a game in this arena. What is it? It's the Thunderdome. When the Lightning used to play at Tropicana Field, they called it the Thunderdome. Oh, see, I didn't know that. That's I had no right. idea. 28,183. I didn't figure you would, but I thought it was, you know, St. Petersburg. That was pretty cool. They played hockey at Saint, at the Trop? First, they played at the fairgrounds their first year, I think. And then they played at the Tropicana Field for three years while they were waiting on Emily Arena or what was the Ice Palace to be built. That's a big-ass stadium to play hockey in Huge. on a regular basis. And I saw that shit from, like, the top deck. Because that's all I could afford. Oh, that's rough. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of rough. Yeah. Dude, this I can honestly say with with joy, this week is not my fault. Why is that? This was your idea. Oh. Okay, so backstory. What happened was I've been watching um uh Susan. Having been home, we've been sitting in the living room together trying to watch some TV together because we can't spend too much time together. So she's on one end of the room and I'm the other. And one of her favorite shows is the British version of how did this, whose line is it anyway? Yep. So HBO Max has the great American, show. It, great, hysterical. Has the, has the, um, the newer show that had Drew Carey on it, Ryan Stiles, Wayne Brady, a Colin Mockery of that. Phenomenal. We were watching it. And I got some pretty solid top five lists off of this. But this one, when it happened, I felt the need to do it now because I was dying thinking of my answers. And the answers this week are the worst science project ideas you can have. And guys, I'm going to tell you right now, we've had some lists before that were dark. Buckle up, Buttercup. Yeah, I went not deep, pretty. I went deep, 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 deep to quote Eddie Murphy undercover. Kardashian deep? Nobody can ever go Kardashian deep. During the NBA All-Star All -Star break? Ever. No one can ever. Ever. <laughs> so do you still have four? You get your fifth? You want me to go I, first? I'll, 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 I'll fill in the blank. It, it'll. I got one saved for it. All right. I'll go first. All right. So little Johnny is at the science fair project, and his teacher walks up, and she says, Hey, Johnny, what's your science project? And he says, Well, Mrs. Johnson, when you're building a shed in your backyard, which material works best to contain the sounds of the people you have trapped inside? Oh, my God. <laughs> And we're going to go off a cliff from there. So great. just letting you know. Okay. <laughs> All right. It. Your turn. That's a hell of a start. All, All right. right. So mine, a little more scientifically feasible, I think. What we're going to do is everyone's had the science experiment where you hook up the potatoes to, to power a clock, right? Real simple. Plug in the little wires or whatever. Absolutely. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a hundred potatoes 
We're going to jump them one by one, connect them all. So we got 100 potatoes lined up. Series or parallel? Oh, they're parallel. Okay, perfect. <laughs> so you're going to take each end that's connected to 100 potatoes. We're going to hook it up to Joe Biden's head and see if he can get a coherent thought. Hey, if people can shit on Trump for four years, they can take one Biden joke. Of course they can. Maybe if we hook those all up and and sync, he can get up a set of stairs. (laughs) Yeah. All right. My number four is, what is the highest that you can drop a cat and it still lands on its feet? I want to see it done. I think we all do. I... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what science deserves that answer fair fair enough <laughs> i'm thinking um cessna yeah i mean yeah not like a mile up or nothing just like I'm, you know three minutes in a takeoff just a uh, thousand feet 800 yeah uh, I mean, I, cats good. are so badass. Then let, 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 let's see. Yeah, let me see it, bitch. <laughs> Worthless fucking rats. <laughs> All right. Number four is it's for the culinary crowd. We're going to take the biggest, strongest, most successful sumo wrestler. Okay. We're going to feed him. 20 pounds of flour. We're going to chase that with five gallons of water. We're going to then get three bags of sugar and a dozen eggs. Trying to make make a cake. He's going to, he's going to do a sumo match, get it all mixed up. And we're going to see if he can shit birthday cakes. (laughs) Okay. Cause I mean, why wouldn't you? the ingredients are all there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming they get warm when they do sumo matches. Speaking of things um, that I had watched that we didn't talk about, if you guys haven't watched the South Park vaccination special, watch Thumbs it. Up. Because it is, it's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. All right. Here we go. Synthetic foam. Feathers. Down. Or sponge. What is the best type of pillow to use to smother someone? Hold on, let me think. I, I would say foam because it'd be the hardest to breathe through. I think so. I, I think so. Yeah. But but feathers and down can be pretty dense when they're smashed down on your face. So they I can mean, be, but 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 they're still spaces i would have to say foam okay i'm you know what hold on locking it in foam all right there you go okay so for this one this is the one that i kind of had to make up so this one may not be as good i was having i was having trouble finding one worthy of that three spot understood so i would like to play the Bill Cosby Jello pudding pop game. So I think I'm going to tap out for this one. Have you ever seen where you know you have those things where 
it, the, there's a bunch of shot glasses and like one summer water, summer vodka. Uh huh. But you go to a sorority where they're pledging weekend for their college party. Okay. You have a bunch of Jello pudding pops. You have one box that Bill Cosby has prepared, and then a store bought box, and you see which ones fall first. Is that a is that a science project or is that just like Russian roulette with pudding pops? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, because the, the the experiment is to see which ones are really housing those pudding pops faster. Good enough. So yeah. Yeah, I like it. Okay. Okay. Good enough. Uh, you All right. can work research research into there any way you want. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I mean, I get you. Okay. <laughs> Milk. Orange juice, Coca-Cola, or water? Which one produces better waterboarding results? <laughs> oh, oh, the carbonation? Oh, absolutely. I think the same that, thing. Oh. You get that shit up your nose? Oh, oh. damn. You get that, that Coke burp? But would, would Coca-Cola make it through the, the, the uh, towel? Yeah, oh yeah. You think, the, you think the carbonation would make it through the towel? I'm wondering well, if milk wouldn't just because of the thickness of it. But, I mean, either way. I think milk would be too thick. Milk would be too thick? Fair enough. Carbonation, the carbonation, you get that gas. Carbonation would suck, right? Get that shit in your nose. Ugh. <sighs> Terrible. Okay. Okay. This one's a little more entertainment value for an experiment. Love it. We take 22 silverback gorillas. 22. Okay. The, the, I'm talking the, the top. Well, you gotta have you gotta have the the, the smartest. Yep. Yep. Okay. The absolute smartest. And we train them to play Australian rules football. Okay. Okay. And we make that the Super Bowl halftime show. Be better than any halftime show we've had in the last. Probably better years. than any halftime yeah. halftime show we've seen in twenty years. Agreed. All right. Yeah. That's a fuck. Okay, since Prince. The last great one. Yeah. Exactly. I agree. Okay. Good enough. My number one, and surprisingly enough, this was the number one that came to me instantly, and I don't know why. Does the size of a hamster determine how fast it burns? Well, are you going to bring in resident expert Richard Gear? I might. I, I might. Oh. <laughs> Richard Gear. <laughs> I didn't see that going that direction. One step farther. While they're burning, does it affect the speed that they crawl? Probably. And I mean, how much worse would it hurt coming out? A lot. It would hurt out a lot. A lot worse. A lot. Hey, science, bitch. Science. <laughs> Sadly enough, this one came to me right away. Okay. As all, all right, the best so answers do. We are, again, this is for research only. This is for scientific purposes. We're going to round up all the Kardashians. All right. We're going to human centipede that shit. Ugh. All right. Okay. Not mouth to ass. Then we're going to put them inside the NBA playoff bubble. And we're going to see how long it takes to restock the league with genetic freak all-stars. Because they're just pumping out 
players every 13 seconds every 13 because seconds. with everybody that baby travels through it's just picking up more absolutely more, yeah yeah i i agree think of the <laughs> mother alien in aliens okay right yeah I, I i mean i think it could be done i'm with it i think we should do it i think we should do it this year you had a Kardashian baby oven because you know the only thing going through there is NBA, the top top notch, top tier NBA players. Lamar Odom, oh, some you... other Lamar, some other it's like Odom. Re- it's like restocking a fish pond. It's too easy. It's I mean, it's too easy. It is too easy. But fucking horrible. I'll admit it. Uh, fair enough. Um, I did have one thing that I wanted to ask you this week. Um, I forgot to do it. I forgot to write it down because I did it last minute. And the last Sorry. week to prepare for Godzilla versus Kong, I yes. have watched Godzilla for the first time. I have watched Godzilla King of Monsters for the first time, and I rewatched Kong Skull Island. Well done. Give those to me uh, one through three. Okay, coming in at number three, the the first Godzilla. Okay, that's what I thought you'd say. Number two, King of Monsters. Number one, Skull Island. That's what I thought you'd say. That's mine exactly as well. Okay. I just watched Kong again today. I, I love the fact... I loved Kong that you could see the fights. Those two are 1A and 1B. Yeah. Yeah, I love that Kong happened in the dark, or in the light. I love that it was... You could see it. Um, yes. And it was good. Plus, you got Samuel Jackson, motherfucker! You goddamn right, right you do. All right. Um, <clears throat> so, today... Um, in another feat of excellence, the Eddie family notified us that even though, um, hold on, let me get it out so I can make sure it's right. Ken. Ken, his brother-in-law, if I correct, if I remember correctly. Yep. Won the playoff challenge. Listen to podcasts, by the way. Yeah. Won the playoff challenge about which teams were going to make the playoff in the NFL. And he won a $75 gift certificate. It was supposed to be for a restaurant that he wanted, but COVID was in full swing, so he said he could have it however he wanted it. So I, I kept bugging Phil, and he told me today, he says, um, I talked to him the other day, and he said to put it towards the troop care package. So the Eddie family has outdone themselves again. We have another $75 to put towards a troop package. Here's our problem. I don't have anybody that I can send a troop package to. So we need somebody to speak up. Um, I'll put it on Facebook. If anybody Facebook. knows anybody or ha- knows anybody that knows anybody that's deployed overseas. Anybody out there, please. We have a fucking epic uh, package that we can send out right now because we haven't done it in almost a year because we don't make a lot of money each month. But we've got the money now, and now we've got another 75 bucks. Please let us know. Uh, we are more than happy to send it to anybody. We are not pick- We are not particular. As long as they're deployed uh, overseas, uh, having a problem getting back to their families, their homes, things like that. I know there's a lot of guys in the United States that get deployed TDY to 29 stumps in the middle of Texas and stuff like that. It's a little different. So we try and keep it overseas. But if we got guys... Dylan's got- about to go to Kentucky for three months. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, oh, Kentucky counts as overseas. Tell yeah, him, but it's not like he's going to Ohio. Tell him not to buy the KY jelly. Don't buy the KY jelly. It, why don't they call it KY jam? That's what it's used for. Um, I'm just going to call it Kentucky jelly from now on. I never thought of it that way. You might as well. Uh, so 
that's what we try and do here. Uh, if you would like to sponsor us, check out our Patreon page. As you all know, you can see us at top5forfighting.com, top5forfighting on Twitter, top5forfighting on Facebook. Um, I am going to be running an experiment with Facebook here in the next couple of months. I'm going to have Richard and Mike help me create some memes. We are going to test their fact checkers. I am looking forward to this. <laughs> um, just because... I don't really have a problem one way or the other, but I do have a problem with Facebook telling me that they're not biased, but they are fucking biased. Um, you, uh, if you can hit me up uh, on Facebook, you can hit me up on Twitter. You can hit Mike up at a text. If you want to send him a text and say, hey, Mike, I'd like a Funko Pop, you can send that to... 727-793-4954. Just one text. Thank you hey, so much. such and such from Kentucky. I'm gonna or find Idaho. I'm gonna find like one of the guys that works for me, and I'm gonna send you a text from that just so I can have the Funko Pop. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing that now. I mean, we hundreds of listeners now a week, hundreds, which is not a lot, but still, it's impressive considering we're only two years old with you know, no no advertising. We're at we're, we just passed our two year anniversary. We started with about twenty five a week, and right now we are averaging about two hundred and forty a week, which is. Hey, that's incredible. Up. I never thought that 240 people a week would want to listen to me, hear me say, my wife has COVID. I, crazy. We're, uh, we're moving up like George and Wheezy. Yeah, we are. Moving on up to the east side. Thanks a lot, just guys, for listening. Just one text. Yep. Uh, just one text. Uh, we apologize for the Zoom call again, but it is what it is, and everybody needs to be safe. Uh, thank you for listening. Yeah. Well, We'll see you you weren't doing week. anything else. No, true. I mean, especially you need, if you're in, especially if you're in California or Michigan. Yeah, you needed something to get through the day. So you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> check us out on uh, YouTube. You can check us out on YouTube and you watch all our stupid expressions, and you can see this gorgeous John Lynch jersey behind me, and that Captain America and Empire Strikes Back uh, behind Mike, and that's a dope ass uh, Detroit Red Wings jersey you got on, bro. Practice jersey. There it is. Yep. While I'm watching a game, doing this, it's not bad. Can't I don't mind it. this good stuff. Uh, yeah, I know. I get it. It's not bad. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a wonderful week. Be safe. Love each other. See ya. Go Blue. Let me tell you something about this monstrous Leviathan. Hand goes up. Please don't tell me that he's going to ask. Just wait. When does he kill the vampires? How you feel about that, Ash? I could not care less. I think we're just going to have to clockwork orange your ass. All right. Wow, that's a good one. Thanks for bringing the room down, Richard. That sounds good. I was literally I can smell the freedom. He always buries something. Here's the precursor to this story. When I first it's like met a cat in a litter box. <laughs> All right. Good one. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. You know, whatever. And now I have a son in that same infantry. Literally. And it's it's just it's amazing to me.